I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Sway Lee, Lee Sway is the same difference. H2O lean the same thing. Nick's throw sets and gangbang for everybody in the chain gang. Been two days since I laid down. Cool Modi, five chains on. Mr. T, them rings on. Say my fucking name, ho. Yeah, them diamonds so cool. Yeah, that old school mind fool. Never heard about you. All my hoes, they so rude. Tats all on me, nigga. Trill ass individual. Don't check I'm that nigga. Said on my ball man zipper. Gotta. Oh, shit. Airtight. Schedule. Fuck you, bitch. Just matter. Pink slip, no riddle. Got an L full of that killer. Beating in my chest like McGillip. Nigga, I'm the killer of gorillas. Hey, welcome to the Blackout <laughs> Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on Monday. Gotham. Right. Love it. Love hip hop Hollywood. Yes. Mm-hmm. All that ratchetness. Oh, um, love it. And more importantly, we have some of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. A collection of podcasters that uh, became pretty renowned, renowned on these internets. Uh, <laughs> the Black Astronaut Podcast and, you know, uh, the Pisces Life Podcast kind of like, it's kind of like all of the Black Astronaut Avenues is like all here at the same <laughs> time. Uh, we appreciate them for coming through like we this. Do. Um, first voice that you heard was none other than what you guys should notice in the chat room all the time saying racist stuff. Uh, but it's my man, uh, Aaron from the Black Astronauts podcast. What's going on, dog? It's your boy, Aaron B., bringing that racism to you 24 7, 365. <laughs> Easy, does it? <laughs> we appreciate you being here, dog. As, as always, man, uh, I gotta ask, how's the baby? Um, cuter and cuter every day. Uh, I'm gonna have a problem. <laughs> oh, she is precious. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I already want to give her like everything. Like she cries with like I'm I don't have a job right well I just got a job so I've been uh staying at home with her. Oh, she ain't gonna like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, you leaving? Mm-mm, that ain't happening. Well, I get to work from home, so it's oh, cool. That's dope, oh, that's dope. That's a good thing. Congratulations. So, okay. Yeah, I'm excited about that, but that she's still cool. going to daycare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can get yeah, that done. That, you tried that daddy daycare shit like two hey, days, didn't you? You was like, oh no. No, man, daddy, da- daddy daycare is real, man. Like, I give yeah. even more props to my wife because she did it all summer. But, mm. Like, yeah. she just looks at me like, like my boy Rock said, you got to love me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. I, I get right. it. That first, uh, that first conference call, she started crying in the background. You got to, got to do oh, something. <laughs> it's going to be ill. But secondly, you know, we move, we moved to Cleveland. You know, get your jokes out now. Nah, congratulations. Um, you and LeBron. Um, I mean, it's the move this year. Johnny Manziel. Right. right. I don't count yeah. him. Uh, LeBron. You will eventually. <laughs> Everybody marked that he said this in September 29, 2014. Right. Dude, first of all, I'm a Bengals fan, so you know that'll never happen. Oh, but, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, Aaron, don't, but, you have, don't you have Cleveland as your defense and fantasy, though? Whoa. Hey. I'm, I'm not dumb. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no loyalty, ain't no loyalty in fantasy. No, no, that is true. I'll root for the devil himself if that nigga can get me a fantasy win. Ain't that the truth? They'd be like Satan had three touchdowns today. I'm like, yes, go Satan in your motherfucking face, nigga. Cleveland's defense has got me like 66 points in the last three games. Like, I'm good. <laughs> um, well, good, congratulations on the move, and congratulations yeah. obviously on the baby and the job, man. That's dope. Especially yeah, man, working it's from crazy. Home. Um, we. 
you know, moved into a house for the first time and now we got homeowner shit. Mm. Like uh, the person, like we're just, you know, renting it right now, but it's still our home. Man, what the fuck? Earlier today was a raccoon in my chimney. That oh. was like right before I got on, there was a raccoon in my chimney. A raccoon? That shit happens. Mm. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? I wonder well, neither, neither did I. You think uh you think a racism a racist put that in there as like a sign? <laughs> like these coons you know, out the neighborhood. Well, see, I I talked to an old black man. <laughs> and the old black man said, Why don't you just burn it out? I'm like, nigga, no. Burn it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go ahead and climb up in there and yeah. burn it out. Have a what? dead raccoon in your chimney for out for years. I don't know how to get that out. What's that dead animal smell? Yeah, you walk into right. the door. Well, Did you get it, it out? Yeah, we got it out. Um, this see, some fight or flight kicks in when you you got two girls in the house. You got mm. your wife and your daughter in the house, so you turn into like a uh, superhero, King Kong, uh, destroyer. Uh, so what I did was I picked up that phone and I called an exterminator. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's right. And got that motherfucker out of here. Sometimes that's, that's the man, that's the manliest thing you can do. It's the right. manliest thing, dude. <laughs> um, all I right. And, mad at you. And then, uh, the second voice that you heard is, uh, international, um, uh, podcast superstar world renowned for her voice. Uh, you know, all kinds of dudes. They don't even need to see a picture. These Mm-mm. dudes, like, they just let me know. See like, her shoulder. That's it. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of like we're gonna get a lot of requests for her to come back just from this show. Um, I, I got I gotta say this. I just have now for the, maybe the first time in a minute seen Kai's face in mm-hmm. the Skype. I've been looking at Sabu for like three six months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, for the longest. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I'm very, I feel very, uh, blessed for that. Right. Very, and she's very pretty. So it's she not is. even, it's not some, it's not some catfish shit where it's no, like, oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's just showing her shoulder. But then no. when you, when you zoom out, no, she, mm-hmm. she's pretty too. Yeah, so that, that, that voice and face match. Right. Everything, y'all. Everything. everything. But, uh, what's going on, Kai? Uh, half of the Pisces Life podcast. <laughs> Nothing's much. What's up to everybody? I'm happy to be here. Like I said, off. Off air, this feels like a family reunion. I like, you know, I ain't seen y'all in a minute. <laughs> I know, right? I ain't got to be racist or nothing. Like, <laughs> I've been feeling left out of the circle and everything. You know, I feel like the the kid that went away to the good school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you over here doing good stuff, fun stuff. You over there with them. And you know when you come back on spring break, you get to hang with the family. So I'm happy to be back in the building for sure. Oh, uh, thank I've you, heard Kai. the Pisces life. The Pisces life is not a good school either. Get <laughs> <laughs> it twisted. I listen, ma'am. They the bullies at the rat at the at the good at the Catholic right, school. Right, right. <laughs> um, in the bathroom smoking with the extra short skirts on and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's definitely me for sure. Now you might hear some Darth Vader like breathing into the microphone. That would be your man, uh, international. Outcast hater, uh, feet. <laughs> Yo, let me, let me go ahead and protest that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I didn't see like the, uh, Aaron was slick and like put the show up on only a spot where he knew I wasn't going to see it mm. for like two days. Oh, it's not. Show. Yes, it was. Well, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. All I know, I've been busy and I didn't notice that shit for two days. Then my Twitter broke, so I couldn't even dispute that shit. Oh. So, so I want to go ahead and put that out there now. Do not hate Outcast or okay. Andre 3000. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna put that out there now. I want to defend myself. All right. So, somebody, somebody said it was the moment of the year when I hung up on you, and I, I tend to, <laughs> I tend to agree. So, yeah. 
When I when I heard it, it was a lot funnier than how it felt in the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Feet can test the patience, man. But he, well, he always has a unique point of view. Um, I'm I'm a little brother at heart. I'm a little brother at heart, so I've, I've you know I play that role. Well, that's cool, man. Um, what kind of mic you got? You got a headset mic, man? Yeah, it's wise as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move, nah, no, no, no. It's fine, but move the mic part back just a little bit from your breath. I can smell like your breath on the song. Oh, my yeah. bad. Nah, we, like we can hear you next right now, nigga. Yeah, we can hear you breathing. And uh, did you eat some uh, spaghetti earlier today? Uh, fajitas. That's what it that's is. What, that's what that's. That's what it is. Uh, chicken, time. chicken. Yeah. All right, what about now? Yeah, it sounds great yeah. now. Yeah, yeah it has, some, okay, has cool. some cilantro in it. Yeah, was it chicken? <laughs> was it chicken fajitas? It, it was chick, chicken fajitas. Chicken yep. fajitas. Now, see, I, I just knew that because I just knew that because I'm racist. I know. That <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say pork because you know. <laughs> just to hit me twice, I got you. Right. I got you. <laughs> but oh um, man, first of all, man, I'm glad y'all all are here. Um, I think we got a fun show planned out ahead. Um, and I understand you guys um are trying to get into them black web blogs, dog. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, they nominate somebody. We don't know who it was. Obviously, somebody who listens. Mm-hmm. Um, was we were nominated for a Black Web Blog Award for 2014, and I'm stunned. Like I, I I'm in shock. First of all, because you got to pay to nominate people. So mm-hmm. I'm broke. I ain't paying for myself to get nominated. <laughs> so and then secondly, I think I was like the first. Like we were like the first or second podcast they they tweeted. Wow. So, like, that means somebody had to do it as soon as it came up, mm-hmm. which is, like, we're going up against the read, so we kind of know what it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, first just of all, to, just to be nominated. you're still nominated. Right. And you That's gotta, accomplishment in itself. Still got to go out there and try to win that shit, dog. And uh, we're definitely going to be voting for you, man. Um, the Black Whale Blog Award voting starts on the 7th. So, you know, everybody organize your groups. I'm still trying to win a tippy. I'm just saying. Mm, that is true. That is no. true. There's, that could happen That's still. This is important to me. Uh, I keep that in mind. Y'all kind of did, though. Tonight. Y'all kind of did. You know what I mean? Y'all y'all was, like, nominated. Like, we got the most, the like, the funniest moment. Uh, I think that one was, like, uh, the Wesley Price joint. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all were on that show. So, like, it's by proxy. I feel like that counts. You know oh, it what does. I mean? It counts. You were I on agree, the show. I agree, but I wasn't on that show. Oh, okay. So, so well, I'll take I mean, all of like, it. Excuse me. Move, move. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to give your uh, awards acceptance speech, uh, feel free to, uh, Aaron. It's it's fine by me. <clears throat> I didn't have anything prepared. Okay. So, um, I wanted to thank uh, Wesley Pipes for making it nasty. <laughs> um, I would also like to thank uh, the school teacher. Uh, that he berated in that video without you. <laughs> Wouldn't have had any of this. Um, I wanted to thank that genius who decided to put all 10 of those articles or those, uh, quotes down there. Mm. Pure genius, poor genius. And finally, I want to thank me, me, son. Mm. All about me. Oh, okay. All right. It looks, uh, looks like, uh, the music is playing. Uh, that's just wrap it up, Aaron, and uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, thank you so much, Aaron, for for coming out. Tonight. We got applause and good night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone asked me today, as a matter of fact, like, "Hey, man, I know this is late, but I just I was just listening to the the Wesley Pipes podcast episode, and I was wondering what's your favorite <laughs> quote of Wesley Pipes of all time." And I was like, "Now, are you counting?" 
the i'm assuming you're not counting the the, the normal make it nasty and let them see it like <laughs> i feel like we can't count the go-to's because you know yeah. that's a little too them, much them classics yeah yeah um but i went with um and it could change tomorrow honestly because that's just how good he is but today i went with the time that the white girl was having sex with him and said fuck me nigga and he said bitch that's racist (laughs) 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 that's when he draws the line he is the best man (laughs) and he still continued to fuck her okay of course of course he's the best can't even ma- you can't even he probably mas- needs him. He probably needs him. Yeah. Can't even, back to them streets. Can't even <laughs> masturbate to that dude. Oh, no, no, you just, no. just gotta pick up pointers and shit. Him, yeah, him and um the other the, the opposite of him, the corny version that's not funny and like ruins everything. I can't remember Brian Pumper. Oh, he oh, the worst. He yeah. the worst. The dude he who takes Brian it too Pumper serious. Boner shrinkers. They're boner shrinkers for yeah. real. Oh, that dude yeah. be dancing mm-hmm. and wearing fucking mm-hmm. suits and shit before the and fake chains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had them that pumper jewels thing on Twitter. Nigga, I could talk that for like a week. Yeah. I didn't care about that one. Man, he be trying to rhyme and shit, man. Yeah, he, yeah. That's when he got me. But what was bad was that like half of the songs I actually enjoyed. So, <laughs> oh, no. so it was like a, a, I was laughing at some of them like, oh, this nigga's so whack. But then like, um, that Owen the Shave is actually good. That's man. my jam right there. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> After YouTube, yeah, yeah. Oh, about, about oh no, I'll play it for yeah, you. Play it. Getting it in right now. Oh, I've got shit. this He's new ready. joint, it's crazy from the Chippy D flick. I like. Oh, it. forgot about wait, wait. Chippy D. Chippy D. Fishburne's daughter. Yep. Yes. What oh, happened? What happened? Having the Chippy D. Uh, Chippy right. D. Retired. Cowboy, Cowboy Curtis to Chippy D. <laughs> Pussies. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Your pussy shave. Yo, drop that. Oh, and it's shade. Bubble for days. Check out a lace. Oh, I do remember it. Track back in the days. Hey. Down the lane. Freaky ways. She got that snap back. Have your ass in the days. Yeah, man, yeah, man. She bad as shit. Shorty thing. Yeah, this is my jam. Down this shit. Ain't intimidated. I'm a Game is sick, fresh tips on the toes, playing Yep. So. Oh, that's a remix. I ain't heard, never heard that version. That's the mixtape. Sir. Thank you for that. That's, Sir. Yeah. <laughs> that song is everything. Hey, dog. He has some bangers on here. It's just, you know, he's Brian Pumper. You just can't be playing this shit. Right. I, I just want to double check. Did he say orgasmic? <laughs> he may is that have. How he said orgasmic. Uh, he may have. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't. I feel like yeah. he didn't, but he may have. Yeah. What's, you got another one of his jams? Uh, what was the other shit he had? It was Owen and Shay. Was it porno nigga or pumper? Maybe it was pumper. Be pumper. Fuck on my nigga. It's biscuit. It's going down. We going hard. By the way, my version didn't have all this talking. This this the mixtape version. Okay? okay. I don't know why he repping. It's the remix. See, that's the corniness that he has in him. He won't let the song speak for himself. 
he just gotta come on and be like hey nigga it's hot shit it's about to go down pump a nigga we about to talk about these bitches porno shit you know ah! what it is let's do it like just play the song dog we here for the song we don't care what you think like just banging it <laughs> right <laughs> now nah, you know what it's somebody it's always yeah. somebody. It's probably somebody that like watched the rap video part of his porno and not the scenes. <laughs> oh. Like, yo, man, that shit was hot. New beat pump up. We got a banger. Oh, yeah. They gon' fuck with this one. It's some shit for Hey. Hey. Oh. 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 This is kind of dope. I'm telling you, clue, clue, I'm telling you man, it's not whack enough to party off yeah, like complete. like you want, but it's also not good enough to play. It's hey, it's that it's, middle. There's so many Harlem shakes going on in that video right now. Oh, ah, <laughs> you know he pumping dancing to this shit, dog. <laughs> no, it's it's not pumping dancing. Yeah, he got his own dance. Hey, hey, oh, 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 fucking nope i ever saw him well let's see oh wait i think it was she ain't satisfied that was the shit okay that still oh. sounds like it's ball it's the motherfucking i get biz mixtapes new beat pump with jay-z this the shit wait did he say hey listen though listen you though saw i need y'all hear what he just said listen to this motherfucking i get biz mixtapes new beat pump with jay-z this the shit is crazy he dissed Jay-Z, bro. <laughs> Nigga, what? Jay-Z, I promise you on everything I love, Jay-Z will never hear of who Brian Pumper is. Ever. Yeah. That guy said, Brian Pumper? But like, who, who, who is that? Yeah, not even by accident will he hear who Brian Pumper is. Right. Somebody will have to show him. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And the porno nigga dissed you. What? Man. He would have to, he would have to at Twitter. At, uh, at him on Twitter like 87 times. Right. You have to at him on like an astral plane and mind melt <laughs> to get him to recognize Right. Jay-Z J- J- assistant is going to be like, uh, who is Brian Pumper and why do they keep adding your account, sir? <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z wouldn't let Memphis Bleak this Don- Brian Pumper, man. <laughs> calm down, Bleak. Calm down. Yeah. Come on, Bleak, man. Stop. Don't Bleak, Bleak is. Uh, calm down. Bleak. Yeah. Come on. We just spend the money, Bleak. Okay. <laughs> get out of here. She tired of you. Your sex game weak. You don't lick coochie right. You ain't packing no meat. Oh, you ain't Lord. the man in the bedroom. Yo, you don't know what you're doing. You ain't doing <laughs> What I tell you, dog? Your is lyrics is gangster. The shit not yeah. whacking up the joke, Yo. man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't eating the pussy right. Your stroke game weak. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, you ain't packing your meat or packing that heat. It was too much right there. Yeah, <laughs> live, man. Like, he's one Yo. of seven rappers that's really rapping about uh, you don't even uh, You don't even understand what just happened over here yo you don't even understand i got my hat on backwards and shit i'm ready i'm ready i actually i remember when this shit came out and i still contest to what is it 2014 now he the realest rapper alive man (laughs) he really did not rap about nothing he didn't do man his whole album was about having sex for money 
fucking. <laughs> hey, all he needs is three New York niggas in the background. Like, he's <laughs> 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 be like mob deep to do a cameo on this bitch. <laughs> Oh, this so good. You ain't blessed with the drive, you ain't a pro, pro. Probably let off quick, no discipline with the stick. I feed it and beat it, boy, show these tricks. What's good? You wanna release? I got you, girl. Don't drink, I make it gush, I rock your world. I wanna suck on your clit, I wanna make you come. Oh, Lord. Super wet, that's how You know, ain't, ain't no niggas at the concert. <laughs> there's no I way can't, i can't imagine like how does he like do the call back all right when i say suck on you say <laughs> right. that's exactly how it sounds in in the crowd <laughs> you the first what? like you know if like uh he the first rapper to actually make one of those i'm gonna take your girl songs that you believe <laughs> right you're like uh, you might dog yeah i'm Maybe. not taking my girl to yeah. your shit brian Pumper. you might yeah. really try to fuck her on stage live he, he talks and then it's over Right. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Like, like, like other singers get it, keep it kind of like, like kind of general, where it's like, I'm gonna steal your girl and your girl with me when she see me at the club. She, like that kind of shit. He really like, I'm gonna suck on your clit. I'm gonna make you orgasm. You gonna squirt. I'm gonna put three fingers in that motherfucker. You like, God damn, calm down, Brian Pumper. I don't even do that. <laughs> Finger in the butthole is the first date. <laughs> Just give me a chance. What's happening here? Like, I gotta say, if, if, uh, if, what's the dude, the all the women like, damn it, I'm fucking up. The British cat. Uh. Oh, Idris, the one that Idris Elba. Yeah. Like, there's certain dudes where I've resigned in my head that if, if my wife just happened to run into him and things happen, me and her can, like, have a mm. talk and, like, work <laughs> through it. Idris Elba, an right. all-state man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My motherfuckers president like that, Palmer. But, well, he used to be president. Yeah, you know? President right. Palmer. Then he was a patron to our country in the unit. I mean, mm-hmm. it's only if right. She, if she fuck around and shakes Brian Pumper's hand, right. never touching her again. Dog. <laughs> and see, the thing is, though, Idris Elba not on Twitter talking about, they don't know how to eat the clip, ma. They ain't packing no meat. If let me, he, let me if he was like doing this. that, man, the game wouldn't even be fair. It would not. I was about to say, like, uh, you would have to come in with some guidelines and rules because right. black women love Idris Elba. Like, yeah. he, he's, he's, if he says that one day on Twitter and he's hacked, yeah. he's, and he claims he's hacked, he's still going to get people. That nigga, that nigga would have seven trillion followers if he said some <laughs> shit about he, he don't know how to, to suck the clip or pack that meat. Man, nigga, what? At my, like, we would lose followers as just regular niggas. <laughs> like, where do our followers go? Oh, they all follow Idris Elba now. They only follow one person. Right. In life. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. So, uh, this is the Black Cowtails podcast. Uh, in case you didn't know, um, make sure you guys check out the Black Astronauts, um, uh, because, you know, like I said, they family, mm-hmm. uh, blackastronauts.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, just put in Black Astronauts. Yeah. Uh, it's spelled correctly. So in case y'all were thinking it was going to be some type of ebonics on astronauts, it's not. Uh, uh, make sure you vote for that, uh, that, that no- uh, nominate them for the, that Black Web Blog Award and go out there and vote. Starts on the 7th, if I'm not, that's right, right? And, uh, yeah, go, that's the 7th. And go to the Pisces Life, the PiscesLife.com for Kai. Uh, Kai, how's the Pisces Life going, by the way? Pisces life is going great. We just finished our 38th episode that we Ooh. released today. Ooh, y'all, getting, so, y'all getting up there in numbers. 
I know, I know we getting old in the game real, real soon. Um, we have a, a new lineup coming out. As soon as Leticia finished defending her PhD, we have uh, some other folks that have joined the network. We have some new content, uh, new shows coming out. So we're really excited. It's been a, a really good ride so far. That's dope, man. Yeah, y'all astronauts got some got all kinds of folks with degrees and all kinds <laughs> of shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all smarty art niggas over yeah, there. Yeah, and, and I got an EP coming out in November. An uh, EP? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this to news to me. Shit, hold on. Hold on. What kind of, like, what you a rapping, singing? Uh, uh, sp- a spoken word. You know, okay. kind of like, it. it ha- it's uh, like Jill Scott meets Floetry meets MC Light is what okay. I can best describe it as. That's dope, man. That's like a legendary ass lineup. You know, Floor mm-hmm. only had one album. Yeah, that was a dope matter. ass album. Though. Indeed, indeed. So that's gonna be out a little bit before um, Thanksgiving. So when it drops or whatever, hopefully y'all will come out and support that project. Dope, cool. man. Are you gonna be performing anywhere live? Um, well, you know, I perform live all the time here in Chicago, but uh, we'll have a um, album release party, and that actually will be taped live, and then that will be placed on YouTube. Mm. Okay. Cool. Well, if you need anybody to drop some porno bars, let let a nigga know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'll bring the drums. That's about all I can yeah. because I can't rap. They're not working the meat and nah. packing packing the clip. <laughs> I like I like the incense in the background. You gotta yeah. <laughs> I can perform my song. Uh, throw a finger in that butthole. It's um it's pretty good. Oh guys. lord. Well, don't sleep on it. <clears throat> right, right. Y'all gonna be the bonus track. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, Mr. Sweetwater Tavola, we, he got a mixtape too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you, you can go to theblackouttips.com to listen to us and find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, the Blackout Tips, and leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise that we will play or read them on the air Saturday mornings. Um, also, we're back in the top 100 for Stitcher. I don't know how we fell out. Maybe when we took that vacation. Yeah. I, I, I just think their numbers are wrong. But uh, we back to the top 100, y'all. So, uh, you know, there ain't that many black podcasts in the top 100. So no. thank y'all for everybody that listens. <laughs> you probably can count them all on one hand. <laughs> right. Yo, it's crazy, man. Like, our numbers, we were in, like, the top 100 for comedy. And then, like, a day later, we were, like, uh, 1,042. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I was like, did a, a thousand new shows start? Or, Dude, no. that's what I was like. But uh, somehow they worked it out and put us back up there. So I guess right. I know nothing changed on our end. No, so. and, and I think that uh, <clears throat> Stitcher had like some maintenance stuff because uh, when I went on and logged into my Stitcher, Stitcher was like, logged me. I was like, hey, you got to log all the way back in. Mm. So I think they may have had to uh, correct that with some maintenance. Whatever. We back. And that's what matters to me. I was looking at that shit like stressed out. Like, what the fuck did we do wrong? But, uh, yeah, so top 100. So support that, man. Uh, and we appreciate everybody that does do that. Of course, uh, you can vote in the polls, leave comments on your vote in the polls at theblackoutist.com. Uh, we also appreciate that stuff. Email the show. Uh, it's just a ton of stuff you can do. And we appreciate everybody that does take the time out to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And, and bullet ball, ball extreme, extreme. making oh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got news to cover and stuff. Um, the first thing I want to cover is um, the, we covered a story about Emma Watson where she gave a speech, uh, it was like a feminist speech at for like the United Nations, I believe, mm-hmm. and. 
she was threatened with her nude photos of her being leaked which i don't even think she was on the list and all this shit um i think the countdown is still going but turns out that that was a hoax um and i just wanted to update that because you know one at the time we didn't know it was a hoax two we have this guy wolfgang who writes the show who's a mra member which is like men's rights advocate or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh he been emailing me and i wanted to stop so hey we figured out it's a hoax we are not on the side of being hoaxed okay guys that's not cool no it's now i don't know about all the other dozens of female celebrities that have had their pictures leaked out on the internet right uh that's still fucked up and yes you can probably understand why we believed it because um at the same time this was happening jill scott emily uh like everybody right got their shit really leaked out yeah right so i I gotta say mm -hmm. you know and i hate to to invite more email from the men's rights activist dudes are like one step above like white supremacist uh, skinhead <laughs> oh, dudes Lord. on the internet dog yeah, it. is it really is um yeah. i don't understand it's one of those things that i don't understand it it's it is kind of like being like well i'm for white pride in my opinion because it's like i'm not saying you should be ashamed of being white i no. get it Mm-mm. but at the same time like just looking at the world the issues in facing in men in are just not they just pale in comparison to the issues facing women throughout society around the globe so if that's your pet issue that's your pet issue i'm not gonna argue it with you all day i think you know there's some fucked up shit that people do and all that stuff based on gender and it doesn't all flow one way no it doesn't you know but i don't understand like their beef with feminists or women sometimes because a lot of times feminists are against the same gender role shit it, that they're against. Right. So it's, you know, like, for example, he was bringing up the Hope Solo thing, right? And how, and we've talked about it on the show already, but Hope Solo was accused of domestic violence. We actually covered it on Balls Deep Sports when nobody else was. So fuck, fuck everybody that don't got premium, dog. We was on that shit. <laughs> anyway, we covered that shit. Um, and we were both kind con- me and Justin were like, yeah, it's fucked up. But this was an age before everybody went ballistic after that Ray Weiss tape. Right. So we never expected anything to happen to her because mm-hmm. that was back when, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this thing called due process, but it, it normally <laughs> happens in the courtroom and in the courtroom shit plays out. And then after that, sports leagues used to take, take action, action. like action. Right. But now since Ray Rice, people want action before there's any resolution in the courtroom. Like, they don't care if you go to trial. They they just want, as soon as you get accused, they want you off of a team. If people have been listening to the show, they will know that I think that's wrong. Right. So, and I don't even care if you work at fucking, I don't know, Kenny Shoes. Right, Dollar I don't, Tree. I don't think it's right to just be like, you were accused of a crime. It doesn't matter if you did it or not. Right. Like, I think I think you should have to wait, even if it fucking sucks. Even if it's like, oh, the, hey, this dude got accused of murdering somebody, but he ain't in jail. Yeah, I don't know, man. Activists are just like, you know, skinheads and all the people. They'll take, like, if you, if it's a thousand times one way, they, that one thousand and one time that this shit happens in the other direction, they'll be like, you see? Right. You see what happens? Yeah, cause like, what we don't is? ever get an email from Wolfgang about the dozens of females who did have their pictures put on the internet. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, how am I supposed to feel like it? So then now it just looks like this is your pet issue. When something happens to men, then you write in. That's cool, but you can't expect me to take it serious. I don't live my life like that. 
you know the same way that uh even when someone's a feminist if they only write in when some feminist shit happen i can't take it that serious because bad shit happens to a lot of people right you know what i mean not to mention we joke about it we joked about a dude that couldn't stop having orgasms the other day (laughs) and somebody was like hey it's a very serious issue i'm sure it is i'm sure it is but this is a very not serious show right so anyway um i i enjoyed that conversation thoroughly <laughs> let me just say it was so good yeah we got a lot of good responses to it man i mean we was trying to be funny so uh but anyway we have covered it no more writing us about this bullshit wolf game apparently this shit was a and he thinks it's like a conspiracy and emma Watson paid paid to have like this done i don't believe all that shit Ooh. but i do think that uh you know someone throwing a hoax to in this type of environment um it's kind of fucked up and they shouldn't have done that hoax man because honestly there's a lot of women that are having their pictures put out there right um and a lot of men too so don't write me about that a lot of men we talked about that right too. men getting they dick pics put out there too but you don't get the same backlash as you do with the women but yeah this ain't the mra show the tips dog we we're not doing that <laughs> um so other news no, it, can, it can only be the black astronauts who tip <laughs> right right and other news shit that i that, that was also cool uh or making the news uh did y'all see the pictures of the baby northwest out with oh um, she is everything she was out with her mama and uh her daddy at fashion week right i feel this and she was stunting on them in a lace outfit that yeah she was it looked like almost like lingerie or something now her mama wearing the same thing so you know, I don't know what why what what's going on with that, but people got mad. So mad. So like why? At a baby. Rationally mad. She's like, a child. I, I put the picture in the chat. That's what she had on. Oh, that's precious. She was sitting front row at Fashion Week, which to me was funny. Because it's like <laughs> all these people that have lived their entire lives dedicated to fashion. And with some of the most craziest, right. outlandish, colorful shit that nobody in their goddamn life is gonna wear outside that that model mm-hmm. it'll, it'll never be in your stores but yet you talking about this child well not just that no no that's not who was talking about the kid i'm saying all these people that have dedicated their entire lives to fashion and they gotta sit a row behind northwest, northwest. <laughs> they so mad that's so oh, okay that is so good to me i love it you uh, know first what I mean? of all, how can you see that picture and think anything but cute she's a baby it's not yeah. like like it's not i mean unless you're some type of sick person already no one is sitting around like god damn i want to fuck that baby no, <laughs> like, <laughs> hope not there's something wrong with you not the baby right you know what i mean babies get to walk around well, in their well, parents but not this in particular yeah, I mean, well, come on, let's be honest. Something's wrong with all our parents. I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, you had a kid. Yeah, more than likely, <laughs> more than likely, these people will be fine. But I mean, like, cause they have all the resources and sh- I don't even worry about celebrity babies. Nope. Cause celebrity babies have everything better than regular niggas. What are we talking about? Right. Yeah, what's crazy is I saw something, um, Polo posted. Shout out to Polo. He couldn't make it today. Um, mm-hmm. some family issues. So we, Country you know, we watching out for your family. Um, but he, uh, he had something on his page and one of the ladies was like, um, I can't believe that she would be allowed out. Why do they keep making her like a prop? Why do they keep like making her? Why is she out this late? I'm like, yo, first of all, you don't even know, you don't even know what time it is. Second of all, (laughs) it's her, it's a kid. Right. Like 
Right. She's like, you could at least leave him with a nanny. Well, if you leave him with a nanny, all of a sudden it's like, well, you should be taking care of your kid. Like, come on, B. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, yeah. that baby looks fine. Like, and what the hell is a baby going to be butter prop at that age? No one yeah, like, was my, born like a hey. week after my son, something <laughs> like that. And yeah, like, he going to holler when he get the chance. Right. But I right understand. now, he's a prop. He, yeah. He's cute. Mm-hmm. He makes us look good. That's all yeah. he gets to do. We wipe right. his ass for free. Right. Y'all see, come on now. I did not post that many pictures on Facebook until I had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, look how cute my kid is. Yo, the other, the, like somebody on Twitter called me disgusting because I said, I don't understand why people are obsessed over these celebrity babies. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, so what? It was like, if you don't understand what's wrong with this picture, you're disgusting. I've been meaning to unfollow you for a long time anyway. Good, bitch. I didn't ask you to follow in the first place. I was about to say, peace, nigga. Yeah, this shit is all free. I don't know if you've heard of Twitter, but I don't get paid and they don't pay me. So you can go. But it was just funny because it's like, I feel like people obsess over celebrity shit because maybe it makes us think about our own stuff. But honestly, a celebrity baby is going to have the best of all fucking worlds compared to most of us. Right. Because you know what I mean? Like, my parents couldn't like, even if their parents ain't shit. They have enough money to farm out your upbringing to people that are shit. That's crazy. <laughs> right. But see, this is right. the thing, this is the thing you have to think about. So let's go to like Easter. On Easter Sunday, look in your timeline. You're going to see every baby, every mm-hmm. little two year old with his little Jesus wept suit on and all of that. Ah! Flying up and down the timeline, right. you know, daddies mm-hmm. who ain't been to church none this entire year, mamas, everybody getting dressed up, putting the babies on display. That's just kind of part of, you know, culture. It ain't, right. I don't, I don't even understand why this is even like a point of conversation. Leave them two and they child alone. If they want to bring this baby to every industry party, to every fashion show, it's they freaking baby. Why do you care? It's like, not like they asking you for fashion tips. It's like these right. people mad because they wanted to put the baby in the designer lace and they was like, no, nah, I think he should have on some Jordans or right. whatever. It's like, that's just stupid as hell to me. I actually, like, um, you, go ahead. No talk, though, the baby has no chance of being normal any damn way. Right. Because Kanye West is as da- a dad and Kim is a mom. So right. let's just enjoy the show. Right. She's going to be okay. I mean, the thing is, there's so many opportunities this baby has to be okay. Compared right. to most babies in the world. Most babies in the world, we like a paycheck away from that baby life being completely fucked up. Right. <laughs> they baby hey. gonna be fine. Probably be speaking French by the time it's six or some shit, man. Hey, I look at my kid every day like, I don't know what the fuck to do with you right now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, somebody help me. <laughs> like, people talk about Blue Ivy's hair. She'll probably be signing artists by the time she's five. Come right. on now. She's like, you know, I just signed a couple people to hey. my label and shit. I'm trying to get my girl signed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's going to be signing an all-baby label. All-celebrity <laughs> label. Ah. The real kids bop. Right. The real kids bop. <laughs> well, yeah, man. And plus, the other thing is, her mom was wearing, like, a similar outfit. And her mom has an affinity for not wearing clothes. Like, what do you think she was going to dress her baby up in? You know what right. I mean? It's not like she got the baby filming a sex tape. Calm down, everybody. It's just Sheesh. the baby <laughs> dressing like mama at Fashion Week, by the way, not... This isn't even like wear around the house clothes. It's just fashion week and it's fun and it's cute. And they'll look back on these pictures and remember like, remember when you went to fashion week and sat a row in front of people that lived and died fashion and you was a baby? 
Yo, That's real talk though. I and it's crazy to think. I I really don't understand how people could even think that she could not have a good upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she's out here living. Like and the, you don't see her out. Like right. you don't even see her out as much as Blue Ivy. No, you do not. She in Paris, France, dog. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like I want to go. Me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they would take me, I would wear the lace and sit on their lap. If if I could go, <laughs> fuck right. it, nigga. I'm in Paris. D- niggas in on, Paris. You gonna be on Kim K's hip? Nigga, niggas in Paris. Judge me. I'll be <laughs> y'all write all the blogs about what I got on. I'll be My up in there sitting there holding her like uh she holding her Northwest mm-hmm. holding. Her. <sighs> <laughs> sit, sit next to Chris Jenner like we made it <laughs> but um yeah so they was they was tripping about that bullshit um more celebrity re- relationship news mm-hmm. um not Wiz Khalifa or Amber Rose related um yeah that was getting crazy this morning I woke up this seven uh seven o'clock in the morning and people was giving like entire speeches about divorce and separation and I was At like 7 a.m. so what happened um yeah. Uh, apparently Wiz and Amber are getting a divorce. They've been separated for a while and like Monday everybody found out and then I think today or or maybe last week everybody found out and then today someone was saying she actually filed for divorce and then everybody was going into their own personal history around the topics of separations and divorces and all this shit. And I was <laughs> you ever had that moment where people are getting real serious and you just want to stop and be like but we're talking about two potheads. Right. Right. Like what? There's no way you can be this serious about and, this shit and pe- at 7 a.m. And people you don't know as well. Like right. Ebony did a whole article about, you know, do you base your um uh, thoughts and views on marriage based on the fact that your favorite celebrity couple has broken up? And I'm like, whoever does Damn. that is a jackass. Right. Like right. who? Who is aligning themselves with people they don't know? You don't know their background. You don't know exactly what happens in their household when the cameras ain't flashing. Right. And if you are basing your philosophy, your theory of marriage on these entertainment people, then you just need to go on and just slap yourself a couple of times for real. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. I was getting the impression from Amber that she was kind of a dope celebrity wife, though. Like, I was I was kind of feeling the the... Celebrity wife vibe she was getting off, so to Wait speak. a minute, explain that, Feek. A dope celebrity, like, she a dope like, celebrity right, wife? Who is a non-dope celebrity? Non-dope celebrity wife. Uh, oh, this is going to be interesting. All right, so I guess <laughs> let me go ahead and put that target on my chest now. Um, Beyonce would would not be a, a would be a non dope celebrity. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! Now let no. me explain. How's as usual. Where's my hanger button? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> let me explain. Um, not just, it's just in that, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z, their relationship, at least, you know, for the outside looking in, obviously, doesn't seem like there's a lot going on outside of them both being celebrities. Whereas, I don't know, she seemed like she was really having fun in, like, being a wife. And I think as a celebrity, that's probably tough because you got so much other shit going on. You know what I'm saying? But she was high all the time. Maybe that's what it was. So maybe because I have no experience with marijuana, I don't know the signs. But she's always seemed really like loose and down to earth for her to be a celebrity wife. Because she was there. She was not present. 
That's what marijuana does, sir. Right. Not, and for those and for those of you uh that uh have problems with what he said about Beyonce, send that to the black astronauts oh, no. dot com. Oh, no, don't, no. don't 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 send that our way because y'all know yeah. I love me some oh, Beyonce. And I, I definitely right and, on the fleek blurman. Right, right. And and I'm just letting you know the the words of fleet blurman does not represent anything responsible or connected to the blackoutwhotips dot com or TBGWT LLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they already drafting emails. You better watch out. <laughs> yeah, just forward, just forward them. Sorry. Yeah, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, um, Beyonce, like, one of the dopest celebrity-wise, because you ain't got to do shit. Like, just right there, you win. Yeah. Like, all, like, Jay-Z is the biggest rapper in the world, and he was just her opening act, dog. Like, she the best. Was. I watched um that on MSNBC. They had this concert where um, Jay-Z, <laughs> Jay Z was performing, and I don't, I don't know if the dude who was doing the censor button had never heard a Jay Z song before. Probably hadn't. Like they just grabbed the first black dude and said, "Hey, you buddy, you censor this," because um he didn't know where any of the cuss words went. And oh, so, so all the shit was going across live. All the cuss words. All uh, the cuss words. Yeah, got just because you're a brother, don't mean you you hit with everything going on on the Black Pulse. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Tyrone, come here real quick. Right, right, right. Uh, they didn't ask we, me to do something black. Yeah, we, you know this jazzy guy, right? <laughs> right, right, right. We, you know, you was at the 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 um line dancing with us last night out there, and we were just having a good time, and uh, we just wanted to know we got this this dude called um Jay Z. They call him uh, Jigga Man. Um, yeah, we need for you to go on out here and censor him. Hey, poor and Tyrone sitting at the board like, uh, 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 uh shit. No, right. <laughs> so the sound, the sound guy was, uh, the original hype man for Brian Plumper. So, <laughs> you know, dissing that whole situation to begin with. It was all a setup. Oh, know? that's smart. That was smart. He got, he got Jay-Z back. But, um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. So like he performed three or four songs, like 15 minutes or whatever. And then um, he walked backstage, and they cut to, like, an MSNBC person. And she was like, yeah, Jay-Z just performed. You know, he's from Brooklyn, but he's at home in Central Park. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why are they, I was like, why are they even taking time out to stop to say this? There's still 15 minutes in the show. And then he came back out with goddamn Beyonce. Yes. And they killed the last 15 minutes of that shit. Like, it was an on-the-run tour, like, you know, snippet. And she, and she had, she was so magnanimous. She let him shine. Like she sang her part of the chorus. Right. Didn't do any of her songs. Mm-mm. But she let him shine, man. And I thought, how nice of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be like if Scotty Pippen went backstage and got Michael Jordan. And Michael Pippen, Jordan was like, I'm not even going. Like Michael Jordan went back and got Scotty Pippen. <laughs> uh, no, if Jay-Z went back and got, Jay-Z going back and get Beyonce is Scotty going back and getting Jordan. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I had yeah. it backwards. You and then know. Jordan going out there and being like, you know what, dog? I'm not even going to shoot. I'm just gonna, <laughs> wait, wait. I just saw I'm going to let them watch where, you. I saw an article where LeBron called Kyrie Irving the team leader. That's like LeBron calling Kyrie over right. the team leader. You the man right now, man. Right. Go ahead. You, cause Go ahead. we all know that's magnanimous of her. She ain't got to do that shit <laughs> she could have came out there and been like oh cool thank you for having me um <clears throat> driver pulled up in partition please everybody like oh shit move out my way bitch i gotta get to the front people have started coming up from the ground coming down from the ceiling the twins would have been dancing in the background confetti's yeah. rainbows butterflies at any given time i expect 
Beyonce to just get up and fly with no wings. Mm, like right. just float, just float over the audience. You right. know, I was I do have I have newfound respect for Jay Z as his career gets dimmer and dimmer and Beyonce becomes the Jay Z of R and B music, except yeah. for Jay Z. 10 years, 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know for a lot of men, especially the rap dudes, which Jay-Z ain't really a rap dude. Right. But especially rap dudes, I figured it would be, like, I, I bet you if Kim Kardashian, like, ran for Senate, they get, they, she, <laughs> you know, she get divorced. Right. You know Kanye would be like, what the fuck is this? Right. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, man, like, there's a couple things about that. One, um, I do like that Jay-Z's able to kind of take a backseat. That's dope. Because it also proves that manhood and macho-ness isn't always about, you know, being the income earner, the biggest guy, right. whatever. Like, you can still subsist, like, exist in a a relationship and still have pride in yourself mm-hmm. and still have pride in your woman. I right. think that's dope. Uh, one of my favorite songs by him is uh, That's My Bitch on Watch the Throne, where he's basically talking about black women need to be the standard for beauty and not white women. And... You know, I know that that song goes over a lot of people's head because all they hear is "That's my bitch." But if you listen to the words, it's like yeah. put some colored girls in the MoMA, the Modern Art Museum. And like, oh, okay, Museum of Modern Art. Got yeah, it. He, that whole album, he was talking a lot of stuff that went over people's head. For yeah, mm-hmm. it's very pro-black if people listen to, listen to it. But um, <laughs> so 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 like um, that was one thing. The other thing that's kind of crazy is um, I like the way Kanye is obsessed with Kim Kardashian. I think it's kind of dope. Like, he thinks she the dopest motherfucker in the world. And you should be crazy about And I hope everybody gets somebody that feels that way about them. Right. That just thinks that you are the shit. Like, they don't, he don't care about no sex tapes. He don't care about Mm -hmm. any dude she's ever fucked before. He don't care about her getting naked in no magazines. Mm -mm. He don't care how she dressed the baby. He thinks she's the dopest motherfucker in the world. And I think there's something cool about that. You know, no matter how delusional it is, I think love is kind of delusional, man. Like, sometimes you just look at your woman like, you the baddest bitch in the world, and I don't give a fuck <laughs> what people think about you. you know, That's this my shit. He's starting to convince me. Like, uh, he's starting to convince me that there's, like, his his conviction to that attitude has now had me thinking, Maybe Kim Kardashian is way more talented than we think. Right. Because he's that crazy. Like, yeah. He's so delusional that you start doubting yourself. Like, right. I guess you're the most talented person in the world. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't sexy. Maybe that was just Dadaism, art. Right. You know, art deco, life ah. meets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was you know? just Ray J slinging his dick around. But if you think about it, you know, what? how how is that any different from Donatello? You know? <laughs> but um so anyway, this celebrity news is actually about Fantasia. Oh, oh snap. Oh, what shit. happened with Fantasia? She has a boyfriend now, Karen. Oh, okay. oh, okay. oh so yeah. she done left that <laughs> See how everybody's ass was like, Oh, all right, great. Refreshing. Okay. Yeah, so she done left the T Mobile dude alone. <laughs> she is defending reports that her new boyfriend has a shady criminal past. Oh. <clears throat> Wait pre- a minute, like did he win a community award or something? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's previously reported her dream man, Kendall Taylor, has a past that includes failure to pay child support and domestic abuse. Oh. Uh, well. Hey, Fantasia. Well, that's going to make her next album be amazing. <laughs> oh, right. Man. Y'all ever do that? Like, get that country twang. Y'all ever do that? Like, like, I remember when Eminem got off drugs and he put out that album and I was like, ugh. And then, <laughs> and then I heard that I heard he relapsed, and I was like, "Oh shit, nigga, it's coming, it's coming!" Right, we about to get ill. It's, he back on them drugs. 
Where your pain at, nigga? I know. I'm ru- <laughs> I was rooting against Mary J's happiness. It's sad. I was ready. As soon as Kanye did that Molly Cyrus, not Molly Cyrus, what's the other one name? Uh, Amber Rose? No, when he cursed the girl out oh, on the stage. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this next album gonna be dope. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. that shit was beast. <laughs> he was a mess. <laughs> he was out there drunk and shit. Um, so according to Fantasia, however, that's all water under the bridge. And she went back at his haters on her Instagram. Mm. Now here's what so I wait, like. So are you on Instagram now? Here's what I like about this. Mm. This means Fantasia learned to read. Good yes. for her. Oh. she did. Good for yeah. her. Up. Good for her, Slash dog. I, I'm for this. Like, Hold on. let me go. Let me go. Grammar check these Instagram. Uh, oh no! Don't on. do that. No, no. Just, <laughs> just be happy that she learned to to read. I, I'll put the picture in the chat if y'all really need to see what she said. I mean, honestly, I don't think it. I mean, is grandma that important? Um, oh, it's some emojis in there that. You know. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Uh, so she says, "You three estimation points." And my kids are the best. Yeah, by the way, I hope I'm not stealing this from Nicole. I hope she's not going to do it on her show. But meanwhile, oh, on, on Instagram. Instagram. So you three estimation points. And my kids are the best. My kids are the happiest I've ever seen. 13 years of doing it all alone with Zion. Not by choice, capital I. I have a son whose father is great. He is an amazing dad, and that I can't take away from him. Thanks, Cook. Clap hands to be able the clap hands emoji to be able to see my niece and Zion come lay on the bed and him go to the room with them and just talk for hours about grades, boys, and family makes me feel so good all over. We got some capitalization issues, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll let that one slide. All over caps lock, tonguey face, Lord caps lock. <laughs> And then five periods? And then she fucks up the this man passed. So he fucked up the past the uh possessive. This is <laughs> okay. This man this man cap capital past is why I fell for him. He just like he's just like me. Oh. I sit and watch a strong black man get ready for work every morning, cat face with the hands on the side of the face. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's the win. Yo, you know she in love though, cause she put that strong black man in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Suited up. She said suited up. He be wearing suits to work. Mm. And running of a company that a husband and wife seen something in wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's happening here? <laughs> oh, Fantasia. Oh, baby, I was rooting for you. We uh, got halfway there, though, son. So we, we almost progress, done. Man. And running up of a company, wait, and running of a company that a husband and wife had seen something inside of him to be able to do so. Ron Mrs. is adding letters because that, are, that are not there because his brain cannot compute. I'm trying to help, man. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Mrs. G and Mr. G, we love you. Thank you so much for believing in those who have been through some things. But. Oh, <laughs> She I was going to let you cook. I wasn't going to say nothing. She used you the know. possessive somethings, man, with a, with a apostrophe. <laughs> Instead of something. So, because uh, she, she just knew that was right. Like something, like she's they a miss. been through somethings, but that's what she yeah. just said. It's either something <laughs> is or it means something as in this belongs to something. Anyway, somethings, but have nothing but favor over their lives. I think about all the things he has told me. And I'm like, man, three exclamation points. Nothing but God. 
this event was his lane and the great people he works with all caps lock you can't tell me god won't take something out of nothing and turn it into something kissy lips lipstick i love this man he is crazy about me also he hates when i post him because he's not about that life post about him maybe uh yeah i think she missed the word but hey you know what <laughs> good for you fantasia you learn yeah. how to read hey, man, that is important. the longest thing i could imagine her uh, <gasps> she meant that she meant that and and rod was reading in his man voice you know she got that baby voice mm. you and my kids are the best <laughs> my kids are the happiest i've ever seen 13 years of doing <laughs> oh, that is so oh, good, Kyle. That's good. Um, and I just gotta say, man, on the, on the one hand, obviously it's funny, but on the other hand, um, I do think people need to calm down. Sometimes people reform, man. And if that dude yeah. has learned from his mistakes and is treating her well and is treating her family well, I hope it continues and I hope nothing but the best for them, man. Honestly. Um, if they don't have any proof that he's doing something ill to her or to her kids, I don't see why people wouldn't let that go. Um, like I don't, like one of the things that does suck about when people fuck up these days is that people hate forgiving right? and they hate moving on. Right. And you gotta allow a space for people to like come back and move on because people do make mistakes. Even if those mistakes are far worse than the mistakes that you make. People do make mistakes, and there is a chance that they can come back, but I feel like only if we allow it, you know? Right, and people grow, and people change, and people evolve. The same person you are now, you weren't that person a year or two or ten years ago, and it's amazing how people don't have sympathy and empathy for other people's errors, but they want to apply it to their own lives. Right. So, you know, I just, I just want to offer something to Fantasia. If you're listening, Fantasia, you do understand that if he behind on child support, he ain't going to be able to get no passport. So he ain't mm-hmm. going to be able to travel with you internationally when you're doing no. concerts. So y'all clear that up right? So to be with you. You know what I'm saying? That was just a tip. Yeah, Maybe. I hope they do work it out. Because honestly, man, you know, um, people don't talk about this shit a lot. But one of the things that stars a lot of dudes on the past to being better fathers or fathers in general for their kids meeting another woman mm-hmm. and a lot of times them True. women are the people that put that pressure on you like nigga you need to take care of your kids you already got right before i pop anything out of this for you like mm-hmm. you need to start being a dad today you know I, I know dudes who have reconciled with their kids that they weren't seeing or uh, weren't paying child support for because they met a new woman who was like i have certain qualifications for a man how can I trust you to be the father of our kids if you won't be the father of the ones you already got? Right. And and and, and my, me personally, I question your womanhood. If you're with the man and he does not take care of, of his current kids, I question your womanhood by not telling that man, take care of your goddamn kids. Yeah. So I hope. Anyway, I'm just putting out there. I'm hoping for the best. Now, yeah, no doubt. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But, True. You know, I'm definitely hoping, uh, hoping for the best, bro. Uh, speaking of hoping for the best, this nigga Talib Kweli wrote an article defending Lauren Hill. Uh, hey man, listen, 
I've seen feet defend some indefensible shit before. <laughs> <laughs> but when I read this shit, I was like, dude, stop. Like he, he tried to go through all this long ass explanation about how, um, hey man, uh, when I went to her concert, it was good. Um, artists should be allowed to express themselves however they feel if they don't want to sing their hits. <clears throat> or the songs that you came to hear, then just go home and listen to the old album. Don't say anything on the internet well, and talk bad about them. You don't want their money then, do yeah, you? That, that makes no sense. Right. That actually makes no sense. Yeah. And here's the thing. Even if I could get with the idea of, okay, you didn't have a good time because the artist is making new songs or doing songs you don't like, like I could kind of understand this idea of like, hey, they own some new shit. Uh, you me. knew they was on new shit. Oh, Why'd you go see that? It's, it's like if I went to Erica Badu concert and then just was like, well, I actually hate her new album. She gonna do some shit from her new album. I get it. Right. But this is different. She ain't put out shit. <laughs> so it's not like she got a long repertoire of music to pull from. Right. So she comes out and she does whatever she feels like. Some people have said through the grapevine that it's legal reasons she can't perform her own music. Or not the same version on the album. Some I can people, believe that. You know, that's what I've heard. I'm I, not, I, yeah. I, 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 have to, I need to research that. I don't yeah. understand how that could happen. Not saying it's true. Taxes. Not, I'm not saying it's true, but I've just heard that there's a lot of lawsuits and shit mm-hmm. that happen over the miseducation uh, law. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, and who actually owns those songs and who actually wrote those songs and shit. So, I understand that, you know, there may be some, some repercussions and she has to, you know, uh, she can make some new songs. It's not like she's not talented, right? Or, but or, she's made some new songs. She, she has. You, you know what I said? We talked about Lauren Hill a little while ago, and I said Lauren Hill's like that that dope ass ex girlfriend that you're still in love with, and right. every time she come around, you want to give another chance, and every fucking time, <laughs> she yeah. just ruins that shit. And let you know exactly she, yeah. why your ass left in the first place. I mean, she's made some new songs now. Mm. I don't they know. Are you, terrible. Uh, she made a song called "Black Rage" not too long ago. I don't know. Hey, yo, somebody was defending this shit too. Here, here, here's "Black Rage." The person great things and beatings and suffering and worsens black human packages tied up in strings. Black rage can come from all these kinds of things. By the way, this is the official audio, guys. This is yo, yeah. It, it, is so, that a baby? Yeah, yeah that's them, her, them her real kids recording the background. Them her background. kids. Yeah, she was on Block Talk. By the way, um, this only has sixty thousand players on YouTube. Jeez, Lauren Hill. So part of his thing was she put out a what he considers to be a bunch of classic albums. She put out the first two Fuji's albums, which somehow he counts as just her. But um, okay, <laughs> my my mistake. I thought Prize and and, and Wild Club was on those. Well, prize, no, that Prize don't count, but yeah. I no, mean, real talk. I heard Prize wrote a majority of that album with Wyclef. I find like, that hard to believe. Nope. 
I, I, I write him the self the shittiest verses every time. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yo, yo, Proud versus Dead used to be the worst. Yeah, it would have and, and it was always last so that you could skip the, to the next track if you wanted. <laughs> that was fucked up. And he, everybody else had 16 to 32 bars. He had seven. He wouldn't even have right. the correct number. This shit didn't even make sense. I throw to the bomb. He was like, I'll just take these scraps. Right. <laughs> I throw to the bomb like a uh, Buju Baton, like Never mind. You you're right. That couldn't have been true. Those, those Remember when he came out with that song? Ah! Um, that we gonna walk down to Electric <laughs> Avenue. Oh my God! And then we take it higher. That song. That song was terrible. Yeah. Jeez. It probably ain't even on Spotify. It's so bad. The Fugees did kind of on the low do the Puff Daddy thing of remaking songs that was way more popular. Mm-hmm. Like on the low, if you think about it, they did the Trying to Stay Alive. Yeah. They did that electric my pain, killing me softly. Right, yeah, killing me softly was everything. Electric Avenue. Like it was, it wasn't like they changed them songs up a lot. What was that, Matt Forte? Uh, Matt Forte, uh, Sean Forte. That was first nah, single, Matt, something. Yeah, uh, white yeah. lines, but it, it was no, not white lines. Uh, Wycliffe did one time to matter. Yep, he did. Why you know why? I, I know I said that wrong, Kyle. You got correct. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Right. Uh, what you had? One time to meet her. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and I think it was John Forte. Didn't oh, that nigga go to jail? Forte? Nigga went oh. to jail too. Hey, he went to jail for moving bricks. His first single was so dope, but it, it was, was uh, he took. What did he take? Was it ninety nine? Flash the message. Yes, oh, I think I, think I got it. Right. Yeah, man. On the low, they were stealing shit. Yo, John, that was the 80s, man. This is 99. It's crazy. Flash the message. Something's out there. John Forte. It sounds so 99. Right. John Forte. Yeah. Yeah, hustle big, hustle small, all y'all relate to it. I'm a culture power, baby, when I run right to it. But the best shit what it is. Then again, too many yes, man. Yo, Hustle big, hustle small, all y'all relate to it. I'm a culture power, baby, when I slide right to it. What the best money, you know, John, and what it is. Then again, too many yes, man, inside the business. Yeah, they definitely were stealing shit. Oh, yeah. The, you forget he had the second best verses on that album after Lauren in the little mm-hmm. two songs that they were on, him and the rest of those people we've never heard heard from since yeah what was, what was that shit called um cowboys cowboys, cowboys. yeah oh, cowboys. that was cowboys. it cowboys today that's another yeah, thing they on the score <laughs> the score was, was my shit man but that was 1996 talib yeah. right it's 2014 baby fans <laughs> might want something new i couldn't believe he was making this defense of her and i know he made the song miss hill which is which is literally a worship of Lauren Hill, but I couldn't believe he was making his defense around 2014 because Talib is one of the most prolific hip hop artists of all time. This nigga puts out like an album every year or two. Right. Right. That's like, so bad. I stopped caring like after the third one. Yeah. I mean, which is, I'm missing out on some hot shit. I but, just, but that, that's what I'm saying is like, it's the opposite with him. He got so much new shit. I can't keep up. <laughs> right. And here he is defending the motherfucker that refused to put out good music. For damn near 20 years now. And I love the miseducation. I'm not one of those miseducation haters that, oh, it's overrated, it wasn't that good. I would be lying like shit, nigga. I was playing that shit yes. all the time. Right, and still we're rocking every now Still one of the only, like, female MC, 
like yeah. hip hop slash R and B albums I fuck with, honestly. Right. Indeed. Indeed. But I for I, I don't know Tyler be tripping first of all every now and again. He just yeah. be going through his little, you know, situation. Sometimes I be thinking he just be wanna stay relevant and stay in the media or whatever to support his underground status. Even though I agree with you, Rod, he is one of the most prolific MCs, one of my favorites. You know, he's uh, mastered rapping on the one and the three instead of the two and the four. And you know what I'm saying? That's a, a gift to be able to yes, rap on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think in a lot of ways, um, he is wanting to, fit, to defend her honor because, you know, he's chivalrous. And, I mean... We consider her one of the greats, you know what I'm saying? And so just as in, in Aretha Franklin or Gladys Knight, and I'm, you know, using this as a, just an analogy, you're not going to let nobody shit on Aretha. You're not going to let nobody mm-hmm. shit on, you know, Gladys, you know, cause they was the pioneers. They was doing a thing back in the day. And yes, they probably not as relevant right now. Definitely, you know, they may get one hit off of an album or whatever. So I kind of see it as that, that he basically saying, you know, she was one of the greatest of all times and y'all shitting on her is kind of just kind of disrespecting the game, a game that he's still a part of, you know? Yeah, and she's she's his friend also. So I I, I understand that. But here's the problem. She's being unprofessional. Right. Like, I don't even care about the fact that her music isn't what it used to Mm -hmm. be. But when you do stuff like, and it's constant at this point, Showing up two Two, hours late to your concerts. People pay their hard-earned money. They go out there to support you. And despite what he believes, they're not just there to be like, it's not just a privilege to watch you work your art. No, it's not. When when you showing up late. Like, if you showing up on time and you want to do some experimental shit, I actually, I'm okay with that. Like, I know a lot of people aren't okay with that. They're like, I still pay to hear these hits. I'm okay with that. I just think when you're being a professional, you can't skip, you can't yada yada the thousands of people at this point who have reported back saying, I went to a Lauryn Hill concert. Right. She showed up late. She, she had an attitude. She, was high. she had she a problem. Yeah, she left early. We had a fan write in this weekend that said her, she just kept blaming everything on like the mic is messed up. The band isn't playing right. The whole set. Every couple minutes, she just kept interrupting her own show to be like, this is wrong and that's wrong. Ma'am, I guarantee you didn't show up to do any rehearsal. Right. I guarantee, no sound check. Yeah, none right. of the, no sound check. So now you're getting pissed with everybody else. Guess what? I still pay for these tickets. Right. I mean, I, mean, I, agree, I, I agree with that. This is going to sound crazy, but uh, I completely agree with Ron. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> and, and then, like, <laughs> and then the, that down. the other thing, too, is to be, like, supporting. The, I, I just don't get how. Because Talib would never do this. Right. So that's one of the things where you, I kind of was like, yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this. Because there's no, I've seen you live, Talib. Right. Right. You yeah. didn't show up late. No, your ass was there no you time. Yeah, you didn't say, oh, fuck y'all, I'm doing some songs y'all ain't never heard tonight. Nope. You actually did some songs, including your new ones, you did some songs that people had heard. Right. And you performed, and, and like he freestyled and did like a freestyle that was just like uh dope and like only people there at that audience ever heard that because it was like all charlotte related shit and yes it was real cool to see an artist perform you know erica badu was there you know mm-hmm. she didn't show up two hours late oh no so like we got a great show we left now the thing that i don't like is this attitude of like 
hey i'm an artist and you're privileged to even like see my shit so you shouldn't go and talk shit about me if it's not good fuck you man i'll pay for these tickets i want to go on twitter and be like your show was whack i get to do that you, you lose your right to you lose your right to pull that bullshit when you sell your art Right. Yeah. As soon as you sell you're your art, your product, you might still be an artist, but the art is your product, and now I'm a consumer of that shit. So I get to critique your shit, and my critiques they don't have to, you don't have to care about them, but you can't right. tell me I can't say them to each other, to other people, right? Because they might buy your shit. But and who's the people? Them, who is the people that continue to? Go to these concerts. I mean, you know, they're it's out been, there. Man. It's been ten years right. of bad reviews of her comedy. She ain't been right since the Miseducation. Even when she came back with that, you know, acoustic album mm-hmm. that she did on MTV, Unplugged mm-hmm. or whatever. So since that time, who is actually out here still paying for? a lauren hill show because mm-hmm. it just seems to me at this point you're not gonna get what you're looking for you no, know what i'm saying right. she she seems to show up and do much better when she's showing up on somebody else's joint you know right. what i'm saying so when she showed up um in philly and was out there with the roots you know out there with Nas, you know when she show up with somebody else it seems like you get old lauren when right. she out there by herself she be on the cray cray and how mm-hmm. money just can't pay for the cray cray you, hey, you know what what's funny is i'm not even blaming the victims here like uh i get that you had hope you would see some lauren hill greatness but like at this point it's not even people showing up and being like she didn't perform you know my favorite song it's like the shit she did was whack right <laughs> like niggas are, like people are like i do believe in her and the artist and i'm rewarded with a whack-ass late performance you know, after rest performance. Yeah, and to see Talib defend that shit, I thought it was disingenuous. I actually hit him up on Twitter, which I rarely ever, if anybody follows me knows, I absolutely rarely ever tweet any celebrity. But I actually tweeted him like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even like, Pretend that that shit was okay, man. Um, but he, I mean, he yada yada a whole bunch of it after it came out. Yeah, you like, know what I'm saying. He, well, well, fuck, what was kind of pissed me off though was he actually hit me back, but was like, like when I first asked him, like, "Hey, man, isn't it kind of like you disregarded all the people that have actually like been upset because she was unprofessional?" Right. And he was like, "Well, um, you know, uh, she, you, I'm just saying." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool and everything, Talib. But, you know, it's a lot of people that just had bad experiences, not because of the things you said. They're not, they don't think they own Lauren Hill. They don't mm. think, uh, they should be able to harass her. They right. just think that they spent money and they tweeted that they had a bad time. And I feel like you're just kind of disregarding that. And he was like, well, I just wrote this piece, uh, because, oh, I was like, you know, he was like, well, it's not that important, you know, for you to take my opinion or something. And I was like, well, you wrote the shit, so are we taking it serious or are we not? I, I was responding to you seriously as if what you said you wanted people to, like, voice right. their opinions on. If not, I'm good. I, you know me, I'll get the silly mode right the fuck away. Just right. let me know. And he was like, well, it's the number one piece on medium.com right now. And I said, okay, cool. Did you write it in the hour you had waiting on her to show up? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then he just he just he just tweeted back L O L M A O. So I think he laughed because he knew 
I was right. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah, thing. Like he, he you could tell, you could tell that he was like it was partly sincere, but it was also that get that name out there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I firmly believe that. Like I know Talib probably never coming on my show, so I, I like he does this every couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll make a big post about the state of hip hop, or you know, like a couple of years ago, wasn't it down south? He was yeah. talking about the down south artists coming to New York. Yeah. Like it's the, it's the same thing. I'm just like, dude, I get you. You're an amazing artist, but you're doing that because you want your name out there a little bit and you got it. You got it. Cause that response he said, when he said I was the number one article, nobody asked you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that doesn't, on, and that doesn't actually prove that your point has merit. You could be trolling. Right. You could be trolling and be the number one article. Like, yes, you can. I just asked him basically like, how serious do you want us to take it? You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want us to take it very seriously, I'm okay with that too, man. I'm not trying to, um, you know, I, I definitely don't like harassing people on Twitter. I think Mm-mm. that's like one of the wackest things you can do. Right. So I didn't want to be up in this man's mention, like, nigga, you lying. But I just had to ask, like, are you serious? Or are you not serious? And when he hit me with the, it's the number one article, I was like, so I guess that's a means to an end. Um, you know, but he was like, you know, you already received great art, so, why would you want to pay uh, for a ticket and then expect more greatness? And I was like, that's pretty much the basis of a career. Right. That's why people right. always spend money. It's a trust thing. Right. Like 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 Adele. Adele comes out whenever the fuck she feels like it. And she get ready to come out. It's getting ready to be everything. And people going to go to her concert. And they're going to expect her to sing the shit. They're not going to expect her to show up four hours late. They're not mm-hmm. going to expect her to show up high, show up drunk, fuss and argue with everybody. They're going to expect, right. and not only that, you, I'm surprised that venues actually book her. Like when you talk about professionalism, right. I wouldn't book her anymore. Well, Where he, are these venues well, that I book he, her? He implied. Go ahead, Feek, I'm sorry. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. If she brings the money, if people are still coming, then right. the venue's going to still keep booking. And know? see, he also blamed her being late saying like, well, your ticket is actually an agreement with the venue. Nigga, what? what? That makes no sense. She knows to be professional. The venue can't make someone be professional. She needs to show up on time, dog. Right. It's really not a lot to ask. And we're talking about hours late. We're not even talking about like, I went to a Lauryn Hill concert. She was 15 minutes late. Niggas like, I went to a Lauryn Hill concert, had to go home because the babysitter was like, I'm going home. You know what I mean? Like, this is another level of that. Um, so, so yeah, man. Um, I changed like halfway through. Uh, I decided that I was going to change my mind and be on his side because oh, no. he was having way more fun than me. So I said, <laughs> Not way more fun. on Twitter, I said, he convinced this. me to go to the Lauryn Hill concert. Uh, I think people just looking at it wrong. She's an artist that allows you two hours of your own quality time to do whatever you want. <laughs> think about that. You buy a ticket to Lauryn Hill and you actually get two hours of shit to do. Like, what if you have like a crossword puzzle that's really hard? You know, oh, what if you got a level of just like angry birds that you've been meaning to sit down and play, but you haven't been able to do so. Well, now you can, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what you got to do. You got to think about all the things you haven't had time for that you wish you made time for. And I actually started a new group on Twitter. Uh oh. Beyonce has, of course, the Beehive. Yes. <laughs> Rihanna has the Rihanna Navy. We've all heard of it. I'm starting the Ant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ant Hill 
we defend lauren hill that's what we do so anybody can join we we're yes this is what the anthill does they go to a lauren hill concert and mm-hmm. during those two hours they play lauren hill songs and reminisce about how good she used to be mm-hmm. and they all go home and be like that was a really good time i actually <laughs> i read a tw- person who was tweeting that they went to a lauren hill concert and had more fun singing the song she was supposed to sing on their way out <laughs> you know what and that's what we do with the anthill we defend miss hill from all these slanderous allegations yeah, so somebody we should get t-shirts mm-hmm. right somebody yeah. bring their uh, spotify uh playlist and put it on the, you know how to how they got cell phones now you got a little attachment to it it could be a, a, a loud speaker and everybody just part of that while they're waiting on them think about it i mean tell is right what if lauren hill like who cares if lauren hill shows up and performs songs the way she feels like doing them she didn't ask you to show up personally. You took that upon yourself. Right. Then you asked. Right. Then you asked. Right. You should be happy. And then people started tweeting me because they were upset with my change of your change of change of attitude. Yeah, they were very upset. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, somebody said, um, um, just because you see her, you pay to see her, doesn't entitle you to expect to see anything you like. You're bad. I say I agree. That person was right. Um, I only got, I think I only got Nick Jew to join the Ant Hill. So it's just me and her right now, but we working on it. Y'all working on getting other yeah. people to join. So then See, I start, I'll oh, go I ahead. I was working on the logo. Um, but I didn't let y'all know because you know, that's what the Ant Hill does. We work. So you then I started, right. We work. So I started searching Lauren Hill's name on Twitter and responding to people who were saying something about her. Cause that's what the Beehive and Rihanna Navy would do. <laughs> and one person said lauren hill doesn't care why should i and i said she gave us miseducation hashtag Aunt hill Aww. uh i said all of us were a result of our mothers being late so now it's too good for y'all when it comes to lauren hill and hill oh lord that's right that's not the same it is the same they both late Karen. <laughs> someone said star stars in my fro says there's a guy who takes every opportunity to tell me he can't stay in Lauren Hill, and I don't know why. And I said, is he prize? Hashtag Ant Hill. Um, hey, Rod, can we call uh, Ant Hill haters Ant Eaters? Yeah, they Ant Eaters, dog. <laughs> mm, here we go. Uh, so a vocalist rival says, why do people even bother to buy tickets to Lauren Hill show? And I said, because we could use a couple hours to ourselves, Ant Hill. <laughs> Maybe we got things to work on. Taxes? Who knows? Um... And I said, you know what a lot of the hate towards Lauren Hill is? Colorism. Mm-hmm. I said, um, hashtag. Went and, there. Went there. Yep. I said, hashtag Ant Hill, hashtag CP time. Um, <laughs> another woman, Joy Next, the Joy Next Door said, my husband is a professional musician. He shows up at least an hour early for a gig and will leave me at home if I'm dragging my heat, my feet. And I, I responded to her, uh, that's because he's probably cheating on you. You need to get shit. Oh Lord! Yeah, you need to start going with him. Follow his ass to them shows. He might have another woman. Shit. Hashtag and heal. Hey, <laughs> that's what Lauren said on the X Factor. Um, someone said Lauren Hill singing that his eye on the sparrow for thirty seconds is better than your favorite X careers. Your favorite career, and I just hashtagged and retweeted that one. That was good. They didn't need no help. <laughs> People have every justifiable reason for saying they wouldn't pay money to see a Lauren Hill show, said E. Dot underscore. And I said, they wrong. <laughs> I'd have a good comeback, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had. He's right. You gotta let him know, though. 
I wish Lawrence Hill would still make her songs. I wish Lawrence Hill still made music. Her songs be riding. And I said, your CD player ain't got a repeat button? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> shit. Rewind that shit. The, the, the songs keep going. Hashtag Anthill. <laughs> M Series 1 says, at this point, if you're, if you're going to a Lauren Hill show, you should know what to expect. And I said, time to work on your taxes. Hashtag Anthill. <laughs> Another person said, at the bare minimum, she owes it to fans to be on time. And I said, time is relative. Think about it. The yeah. venue, the venue says the concert starts at 7 p.m. Lauren gets there at 9 p.m. local time, but it's still 7 p.m. somewhere. Broaden your minds. <laughs> oh, Lord. You have to broaden your minds. Think about it. Someone said, what happened with Lauren Hill? And I said, nothing. That's why this is so crazy. She did nothing wrong. She did um, nothing at all. Another She's right, right, Karen. Right. <laughs> Ebony Gent seventy nine at at the white nineteen oh six said Lauren Hill overrated one album. Real winners do it twice. I said hit repeat on the album. Then <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's twice. Uh, someone took pictures of a Lauren Hill tickets that they just bought. Come on, man. What were you thinking? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it said, I will be on that VIP hash plus meet and plus meet and greet shit. And I said, <laughs> who seriously tweeted that about Lauren Hill? Comes? Yeah, that comes. I am Fabio said that. And I, I, I added, bring something to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that concert was, uh, yesterday going by that ticket stub. So mm-hmm. check his timeline. I bet you there's a bunch of complaints about right. how the meet and greet hey, never happened. <laughs> Yeah, I need to hit him up. Like, yo, dog, how did that meet and greet go, dog? There's probably no meet nor greet. Yeah. He, he was hey, meeting Barack Obama and, and Santa Claus right after that shit. He put a picture up that said, L Boogie signing my shit. So, on Instagram. So. But it doesn't say the time. Right. Um, 15 hours ago. I, I can't do the math on this, but I feel like that's wrong. Like, that, <laughs> that's late. Whatever that is. 15 hours is going to be like 7 o'clock this morning? Yes. <laughs> sound like it was kind of. That's not about right, then, right? Yeah. No. That's, yeah. Not, that's not about right. But oh, Aunt Hiller does. That's the dedication <laughs> you have. Right. Well, he got to take a picture with her and everything, man. Shout out to him, man. Uh, good for him and good for uh, Miss Lauren for uh, hooking that young man up. Um, yeah, and her song "Black Rage." Why is there no anger in this "Black Rage" song you played? Well. <laughs> Another one said, uh, oh, no, she should come up with new material. That's a crutch. And I said, you ain't hear Black Rage? So there you go. New Aww. material. Someone said, Talib still, Talib still, M.P. Smitty says, Talib still defending Lauren Hill and her shitty performances. And I said, yeah, like you've never been late to work. <laughs> We've all done it. Another person, and this is where I went too far and I had to stop. <laughs> Victorian Jedi said, and that's the difference between Lauren Hill and someone like Beyonce. And I said, one wears her real hair, hashtag Ann Hill. Oh. And then I stopped. Oh. I stopped because it was, it was too much. They, I couldn't. They, oh. Thank you, Rob, for taking the heat off me for yeah. that, that comment I may have said about Beyonce. I was causing. I really didn't. I was cr- <laughs> yeah, you, you was crossing yeah. over to a territory of, right. you know, the point of no return. Hey, yeah. it, somebody wasn't finding that funny. Right. The joke, <laughs> the joke crossed too many. It was causing too many of my agendas at the same time. And <laughs> it wasn't working out. The devil, that was more like a Beyonce diss than a Lauryn Hill help. So I, I had to stop. Uh, someone said people actually pay to see Lauryn Hill be late. And I said, your daddy paid your mama and he was late when she had you. 
Oh Yikes. Lord! Yikes! That person never responded. I think she was she was upset. That, that was a little. That, that might have touched a little bit. I mean, <laughs> think about it. People defend late term abortions, oh, but Lauren uh-huh. Hill, as a woman, don't have the right to be late to her concert. Body autonomy, man. She can't own her own body and the right to be late. <laughs> Sir, mm-hmm. we just we just compared late term abortions, right? <laughs> <laughs> So shit, if you're going to be late, be all the That's way late. That's how you know your shit is really bad as an artist when motherfuckers are comparing late-term abortions to your shit. Frankie V to the D said, how about the lose my lose money booking Laurie for homecoming? She won't show up to 2017. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, well, get your PhD then. <laughs> you got a couple extra years out. Um, anyway, that was that was mostly it. It was, it was mostly just me trolling people that like Lauren Hill. Nas went before Lauren Hill on that tour for a reason. He was familiar with her bullshit. I said he was her opener. <laughs> that that person probably a Nas stand, so I know they ain't like that. Yeah, that that you know that those Nas that. stands are real. Mm-hmm. Someone said you need to be her PR director, and I said I take late payments. <laughs> I'll write me a post dated check, Lauren. I I do this shit all day. Um. So I said, I absolutely love Lauren Hill's voice, though. And I said, and her laid back approach to arrival times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then uh, Leslie, Leslie Mack, who listens to the show, actually hit me up and was serious. Like, why do you say that? And I said, I tell you, but it will just ruin the surprise when you figure it out for yourself. So I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna tell you that I'm trolling and just joking because. Then when you figure out on your own, you'll be so much prouder, you know? Surprise. Right. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the, um, you know those like white people that are really good, um, like they're so politically correct that they kind of hate white people and they always apologize for being white. A couple of those people hit me up and it was like, you know, I was at a concert and Madonna was late and no one said anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was hot. I was like, come on. No, she wasn't hot. She was on my side. Okay. She was like, it's racism. I was like, I wasn't even thinking that. It's late sism, nigga. <laughs> Be <laughs> on time. Late sism. Be like, on late. time. Everything ain't an issue, damn it. Yeah, not everything this, is This shit place. just her fault. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> black people are wrong, and there's no excuse. Can't be talking about no systematic oppression when your ass like two hours late for your own concert. But your shit. And all the other niggas got their own time. What's the fucking excuse? I refuse to allow you to let other late niggas excuse <laughs> their shit. Yeah. For, by citing uh, Lauren Hill. Oh my god. Anyway, man. Um. So yeah, Tyler Quali was tripping in defense of Miss Miss Hill. Nigga was like, I used to write raps in my twelfth grade. I mean, my when I was twelve years old in my folder. Like, yeah, nigga, and no one paid to hear that shit. Yeah. Stop. What's that got to do with this? Yeah. Art, I'm, when you're at, when you're selling your art, unfortunately, part of the deal is you want people to buy it. And mm-hmm. if, if you're not very professional, people aren't going to buy it. Come on, man. Yeah. Talib sneaks into that category that I've been calling, uh, pseudo intellectual Negro nonsense, mm. which, which is what happens when, when niggas that's just smarter than some other niggas. They ain't necessarily read nothing right. or, or like even research some shit. They just smarter than some other niggas. So they start saying, you know, I'm going to speak for my people. Right. <laughs> they really need to shut the fuck up sometimes. The fact that he tried to act like he didn't care when I called him out. That's what got me. Yeah, I was he, okay. He tried to yada yada that shit. Yeah, I was okay till he was on some like, man, I don't even care. I got the number one hit. Nigga, what? <laughs> what kind of shit is this? 
Oh, I'll never buy your album. You should have said, I got the number one podcast since we're just throwing shit out. Right. Right. Yeah, you the Soldier Boy defense. (laughs) Yeah. I should have tried that. Like, why don't you come on podcast? We argue about it. Um, (laughs) So Lena Dunham of uh, the show Girls. I don't know if you guys watch that show. What does she do now? Um, Yeah, I know, right? Isn't she always like, it's always some shit with her. Well, she's rich and famous and she's starting a book tour. It's a 12-city book tour. And tickets are crazy, by the way. Like thirty eight dollars a ticket to a book tour. Book tour, right? What is she gonna read the whole book live? Right. Is JC gonna beat her. Here's the other part of the 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 shit. Scalpers are getting nine hundred dollars for the tickets. What? No, no fucking way. No yep. fucking way. Nine hundred smackaroos. That's so much privilege. It's not even. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so I feel I feel like this got to be like I give the first I give Lena Dunham props the show girls when it's not like low key uh, mm-hmm. racist and 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 shit is pretty interesting. I give her props because she looks like Seth Rogen and she's one of the most famous women <laughs> in the world. You know what I'm saying? That shit's fucking hard. Right. But nine hundred dollars. There's got to be like she about to get this to Barack Obama and she let everybody know on the low. You know what I'm saying? That she's helping Hillary run for president. There's got to be a liberal conspiracy going on right now. That she's getting $900 for her tickets. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I'm i not one of those anti-Lena Dunham pictures. It's not mm-hmm. people. It's not her fault that white women worship her as a feminist icon and shit. That, right. You know, if that's what people want to see, that's what they want to see. But the shit that she did was kind of fucked up. She basically has openers for her book tour. Like people that come out what's and perform. The, what's the opener? I, I didn't realize the book club was a concert. Right. Last month, the writer, actor, and producer Lena Dunham started an ambitious project. Nearly 600 people responded to an open call call for video auditions on her website, including a sand artist, a ukulele player, uh, acapella singers, gymnasts, performance artists, and stand-up comics, even some exceptionally charismatic babies. The seven who made the final cut won't be making cameos in Girls, Miss Dunham's HBO show about Brooklyn 20-somethings. Instead, they'll be the warm-up acts performing free of charge. Wow. Free? Uh, yeah, on an elaborately produced 11-city tour to promote Miss Dunham's new book, Not That Kind of Girl. I'm not touring with you for fucking free. Forbes estimates Lena Dunham's annual earnings at $6 million. Lena Dunham's book advance deal is $3.7 million. Oh yeah, she can afford tickets sold for her book tour are eight thousand eight thousand tickets. Price per ticket thirty eight or nine hundred from scalpers. Total book tour revenue three hundred and four thousand dollars. Percentage of book tour revenue for regular people performing as warm up acts for Lena Dunham zero percent. Oh, she need to pay them people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, to be real, if you so to to try to play devil's advocate, you know I like to do that. If you are trying to rock with Lena Dunham's crowd, they spend money. Mm-hmm. Hipsters, uh, feminists, um, leech your ons, pipe folks that, you know, just write about that life. Not necessarily about the shit, but about the life. They spend money to support their folks. That's why she's rich. So if you just say, look, I rock with Lena Dunham, that's like being in the Woo Renegades back in 96. You know what I'm saying? You just going to get somebody to rock with you. That, that, that's true, but I ain't I ain't about that working for free life. Fuck that. <laughs> if I'm going to perform and tap dance for a book show, rap slash mini concert before you bring your ass out there, you're going to pay me for and my talents that, and like, my time. 
isn't that like anti-feminism in a sense? It's like you got these women performing, opening up your situation, but yet they're not getting no payment. Yeah, and you can you can find all kinds of angles on feminism. That's one of the unfortunate side effects of it is that it's. But she getting paid though. That's the thing. Right. She's getting paid. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, where's that communal love? To ensure right. that but, everybody getting broke off a little but, bit. You but, know I, what I mean? but I do understand what, what you're saying. It's like for a lot of people, but the thing is you're not guaranteed that, that you're going to be the it to make the money. So you're going off of the idea that some of these people are going to throw some money your way, but you're not guaranteed that. But you are guaranteed that she can pay you. Well, she uh, responded on Twitter and she said, as an artist who raised by artists, no one believes more than I do that creators should be fairly compensated for their work. Some good points were raised, and I've ensured that all opening acts will be compensated for their time, their labor, and their talents. They the get fact- a free book. The, <laughs> right, right. Pay, Here's a free chapter. Here's a free advanced chapter on your Kindle. Free book, free so uh, you guys can read the first chapter yeah, for free. You, you get the ebook. She ain't gonna give you the hard copy. The fact, Amazon, yeah, uh, preview. Right. Somebody said that they hope it's food stamp bitches. The author from food stamp bitches. <laughs> oh, that'd be greatness. <laughs> the fact that Gawker pointed out pointed this out really proves Judd Apatow saying that a good note can come from anywhere. So that was kind of hurt be caddy with gawker but um if it was gawker that fucking alerted you to the shit you know whatever um but yeah she decided that she's gonna pay them in some shape way or form and that's good man so yeah yeah, yeah they ought to be paid and compensated. Hold on, y'all niggas just made me look up food stamp bitches fuck y'all <laughs> oh that oh that was, oh, our, it was our, our book of the month that was our book of the oh. month yeah yeah book club we book. actually got to do our next book club um which is um you got me fucked up. up. Yeah, that one's really good. I'm not should be soon. Yeah, should be soon. Me and Roger finishing up because y'all yeah. know we be doing all kinds of shit. So if y'all was like, "Ooh, I want to join the next book club," you still got time because me and Roger still trying. To, we we're going to catch up on that. Are yeah, these yeah. porn stars on the cover? Is that Kaya yeah. in the background? Mm-hmm. Oh, See, oh, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, Stacy. No, not Kai. Kai. Yeah, Stacy. Uh, <laughs> my neck, my back. Stacy. Stacy Adams on there. Stacy yeah, Adams. Yeah, food stamp bitches was everything. Mm-hmm. Can we give some love to Leonard Brothers because, like, Leonard Brothers is y'all book club cliff notes. Yeah. Like yes. he be all on the Facebook giving the play by play, snapping pictures of passages and everything. Yeah. That, yeah. So we just want to give some love. He's not in the chat tonight, but just some love to, to Leonard Brothers for keeping us abreast of all the black guy who tips situations. Yeah. Oh, that racist bastard to show up when it's SISM time. Yeah. He got a SISM sensor. Um, <laughs> a Louisiana restaurant is offering people who carry guns a 10% discount on uh, their food. I won't be going there. As, <laughs> as any American... Can eat out on a budget. I'm not sure to pass up a great deal. This one's arguably better than McDonald's value menu. Bring your gun to Burgerson's restaurant in Port Allen, Louisiana, and get 10% off your order. With a bullet. No, thank that, you. That definitely sounds like a place black people don't frequent anyway. Come on now. So, <laughs> I mean, so can you just imagine, like, just popping up in there like, hey, I got to stop in town. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> I got my gun. Pop, 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 pop. That nigga had a gun. Could you pass me the crawfish, please? Right. <laughs> Someone right. called the sheriff. Nigga had a gun. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they said um, get ten percent off your order to make the owner feel safer. I just need to see a weapon. I need you to be carrying a gun. Said Kevin Cox. Oh. Cox first started offering this deal to police officers 
who visited the restaurant to thank them, but recently extended the discount to all his customers who came in packing heat. Now, police officers, okay, that makes sense. To me, this just means everything in his restaurant is 10% overpriced at least. <laughs> right. Easy. Nobody's giving away money right. to, to a, a, a base that all have guns. <laughs> like, you, if you mm-hmm. are making this rule... Everybody in that area has guns. Is 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 it a gun <laughs> right. and a license, or just for the fact that you flash a gun? A gun? Nah, this we is Kentucky. Check you said? What was this Louisiana. Name? Yeah, we need checking licenses yeah, too. Got guns. Mm-hmm. My friends and relatives will come in with their guns on their holster, and feel I feel good about that. It made me feel safer that they were there with their guns. So why not include all good citizens with the officers too? Mm-hmm. You know what makes me feel safe? Happy, healthy people. <laughs> until you know, until your cook gets shot in the back okay right. what's what's because black people are the wage. cooks <laughs> so right. I, <laughs> I keep hearing so many i keep hearing so much about people banning guns targets banning guns and these people are banning guns don't they realize that there were that's where people with guns are going to go i want to take take the opposite approach how can i make my place safer so yeah. So I only imagine like not just pistols, but like big cartoonish guns. Like if you bring in like a musket, you get more money off or some shit like that. Like I, I just picture, I picture like <laughs> Yo seventy Sam coming in there and shit. <laughs> the root is tootin'. Right, Dwayne. Yeah, probably be right. Rassum, frassum, pow pow. Because you can't reach the counter shooting everybody. Walmart has decided that uh, it's Tracy Morgan's fault that he got fucked up in that wreck because he didn't have his seatbelt on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Didn't the wreck kill, like, other people? His yeah. friends. It killed uh, one, one person that killed one of the comedians on the tour. Yeah, Walmart It injured Artie for Fuqua, like, uh, really bad. I think Jimmy Mack was the one who got killed, James McNair. Um so he's suing Walmart, obviously, in July. Um, and uh, the company responded with basically, uh, you should have been wearing a seatbelt. What the fuck that got to do up. with an accident? Yep. After being blamed for the actions of a fatigued driver on the road, Walmart also tells the judge it won't admit or deny allegations without confidentiality. On Monday, Walmart delivered its answer in a New Jersey federal court to 30 Rock actor Tracy Morgan's lawsuit arising from a six-car accident on the New Jersey Turnpike among nine affirmative defenses. Walmart says that injuries were caused in a whole or in part by the plaintiff's failure to properly wear an appropriate available seatbelt restraint device. Versus your vehicle, the vehicle that you own, hitting it, hitting, 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 it. Yeah, sure. Our driver fell asleep and wasn't able to stop his truck from ramming into the back of a tour bus and killing a person. But in all fairness, you didn't have a seatbelt <laughs> on. That nigga didn't have a seatbelt on. So, so okay, I, so we, it's like it's both our faults. <laughs> I've been telling y'all don't understand. Walmart's evil, man. Like mm-hmm. this, yeah. I mean, not just regular big corporation evil. Like, they take shit to another level, evil. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's crazy the amount. Like, I used to work for Walmart, and I mysteriously got a check. Well, actually, I worked for Sam's Club, which is Walmart in the South. But I got a, mysteriously got a check for, like, $142. I was like, the fuck is this for? It came from Walmart, from them making us work overtime all those years ago. And they're just paying, <laughs> they're settling out. Like, at that point, I just chalked oh. it. They had so many people playing. Like, it was a class action. Right. And if you worked at Walmart, you got money. 
And it was like, shh, don't tell nobody. Like, right. and it's not even what she was. It's just it's, you. It's not even what they, what you were owed. Like they just guessed at a number. Like, huh, well, uh, here's a hundred dollars, some, some change. Don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Wow. Man. And the dude I'm, had been I'm up for Walmart and Google to join forces and mm-hmm. just kind of take over the world. And the dude, the, the dude driving had been up for 24 hours straight. That, yep. Ooh. I is, believe it too. Which is highly illegal. I used to work for a company that dealt with truckers and there was, there's like very strict laws on how long you could be awake and how much sleep time you need before you could get back on the road. Um, like, so they totally like my, disregarded that. My old job used to have a sensor mm-hmm. uh, in all the trucks. And if you didn't stop, you got a call. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, what are you doing? Why aren't you stopping? It says you've been driving for 13 hours straight. Stop now. But that's pretty much the court of law, man. Like, they do whatever they take. They think can make them less liable. Like, they even make that argument. You got to be a certified asshole. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, but that's how you get to the top, for real. Like, yeah. in, in, in that market or in that way of thinking, they don't even probably know who Tracy Morgan really is. Like, <laughs> of course, really? who somebody sued us? Well, then right. they're gonna get sued for the dude that died. Like his family gonna sue him too. Walmart also asserts the plaintiffs are barred from recovering damages because they failed to mitigate their losses. Further, Walmart says its due process rights will be violated because the company did not engage in any wanton or willful conduct that would warrant an award of punitive damage. Wow, that's uh, goddamn diabolical, man. Mm-hmm. That, that's so crazy. basically they're going fuck you we ain't paying you're going to have to take us to court mm-hmm. oh they're yeah. going to court they're just fighting it yeah you know? they're just going to fight it like uh-huh. even though they're dead wrong I guarantee they were hoping it would settle out of court anyway but. anytime the driver is like yo <laughs> I was driving for 24 hours straight this is my log <laughs> right and are they going to say the same shit to Artie Fuqua right 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 so oh, well, sorry yesterday right. we talked you, to- you got your injuries because uh, Tracy Morgan didn't have his seatbelt on. So, so yesterday we talked about um, the White House had basically um, been like almost inf- well, not almost at this point. We found out that they were infiltrated by just a random person. Mm-hmm. Someone jumped the fence and tried to run into the White House. Well, now they're saying they were actually deeper into the building than what was previously known. Wow. Uh, they made it halfway up the steps to the where the family lives. Which is, you know, pretty damn scary. Yeah. Yo, um, I've well, never right, seen so- this lapse in like defense before. Like the way they did, they showed like the the way he got in. He went into like the front door mm-hmm. and just like made a turn, made another turn. Where the fuck is everybody at? There are missiles or some shit underneath the White House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. Has anybody ever been to the White House before? No, I have mm-hmm. not. Okay, no. I've been into the White House, okay? It is not easy to get into. First of all, you got all that grass in the front. You got to go through, like, extra super security. You got to get a clearance to even get to the security to talk about the security. I mean, it's like a serious process to get into the White House. So I still don't understand how someone could just be like, you know how when you was little, you used to jump over fences and just, you know, go over to people's houses. And, like, he was just like, oh, hey. That's the White House. Let me go see if the president is home and just jump over the fence and be like, all right, I'm going to go check him out and see what's good. See if Michelle baking something or whatever. You know, like, 
How, how does that even happen? Yeah. Right. Did they ever explain his like intentions or his plan or anything? He was just there. Well, he had a knife. Well, he had a knife and he had 800 rounds of ammunition in his car. So I'm going to say <laughs> not, not good. You know, like even yeah. if he said, I just wanted to talk, I would probably be like, no. Right. This, the spin of the news is making down or up here is so fucking crazy. The news is making it seem like this nigga's a ninja or some shit, and he had magic powers to get in. They're like, we don't know how we got in. He just got in. Like, come on, B. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, all right. So to, to play devil's advocate again, maybe there, maybe this happens more than we, maybe this has happened more times than we think in the past. We just haven't had. Is that still good, news. dude? I uh, know. I'm just <laughs> no. trying. I'm just no, trying to no. make it sense. Make it make sense in my head. <laughs> No, yeah, um, and it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if they come to find out it's an inside job or he yeah. knew, you know what I mean? Because inside job, yeah, like oh, you or he knew somebody that might have known like they routes or some shit like that. Well, the remember the president Michelle Obama wasn't even home, so oh, hold up, hold up. I'm I not mean, even sure that this dude knew what the fuck like the timing of anything or what. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was Mexican. Yeah, Omar Gonzalez. Omar Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. He ran into the building. He overpowered a Secret Service officer running through what? much of the main floor, according to three people familiar with the incident. Wait, this, wait, wait. Did Omar that Secret Gonzalez. Service guy get fired? <laughs> I don't know. He I mean, should have. What would you say, Kai? Kai? No, I was saying Omar Gonzalez, so he one of my people. They thought he was actually tending to the lawn. That's why he got <laughs> An alarm box near the front entrance of the White House designed to alert guards to an intruder had been muted at what officers believe was a request of the usher's office, said a Secret Service official who spoke of the condition of anonymity. Uh, my girl Tatiana King on Twitter said, is it me or has Obama had the most egregious violations of right. security, uh, you know, uh, as a president? Yeah. And I said, um, I don't know. I think Lincoln and Kennedy probably had the worst. <laughs> I mean, but, but maybe after we, that, we know both of those inside jobs. Yeah, maybe after you know, maybe after that time Reagan got shot. Like, Has, maybe after that, hasn't he had like the most death threats? Like, yeah, through, in history? Sure, yeah. any president. Yeah, sure, three yeah. times, three times the, as many death threats as any other. Well, president. well, I could, well, you put it like this. You could say in the modern age per se. I'm gonna just, perhaps? I'm gonna just say. Of the ones who aren't, who weren't killed or shot. Cause, you know, obviously Lincoln probably had right. the most. Right. I'm assuming, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, ass- I'm gonna go on a limb and assume Lincoln's security was a little lax that night. Yeah. Cause dude shot Lincoln at point blank. Right. Like in the back of his head. Right. You can't, you know, you he know. wasn't even a sniper. At least the other dudes had to like sprint up and right. get a shot off a sniper nigga. Dude tapped Lincoln on the shoulder like, gotcha nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was, uh, I said, um, the officer spoke on, I mean, an officer posted inside the front door appeared to be delayed in learning that the intruder, Omar Gonzalez, was about to burst through. Officers are trained that upon learning of an intruder on the grounds, often through alarm boxes posted on the property, they must immediately lock the front door. After barreling past guard, the guard immediately inside the door, Gonzalez, who was carrying a knife, dashed past the stairway leading up a half flight up to the first family's living room, uh, living quarters, he then ran into the 80-foot-long East Room, an ornate space often used for receptions or presidential addresses. Gonzalez was tackled by a counter-assault agent at the far southern end of the East Room. The intruder reached the doorway to the Green Room, a parlor overlooking the South Lawn with artwork and antique furniture, according to three people familiar with the incident. Um, That's really scary. Right. Secret Service officials had earlier said he was quickly detained at the main entry, so they lied. 
right. agency spokesman Edwin Donovan said the office is not commenting during the ongoing investigation of the incident. Breaches of the White House fence have been become more common, but most jumpers are tackled by Secret Service officers guarding the complex before they even get a third of the way across the lawn. Gonzalez is the first person known to have jumped the fence and made it inside the executive mansion. That's and so you know crazy. what, Kai's right. It's because he was Mexican, and they I'm thought he was you. just coming to get some water real quick before he got back to work. Yeah, and Mexicans are good at jumping fences. Man, mm. <laughs> was, they thought he was coming to get some uh, new lawn bags because he had got them full, and he was like, "Oh, there he go, Artie or Pedro <laughs> yeah. or yeah. Jesus or Juan." You know, they all look alike. So they was just like, "Oh, that's Jesus. What's up?" If he would have just had like a le- that knife. if he would have just had like a leaf blower, he probably could have made it all the way to the to the fl- second floor. <laughs> I just blew everything over. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, nah, I'm just saying with a leaf blower, they'd be like, just let him go. Pedro, just put it outside. Make sure you put it outside. Mm-hmm. Sir, what are house. you, sir? What are you doing with that knife? Uh, uh housekeeping. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't but you know, that's another thing. Is like there was like an increase in hate group activity on the internet for about like seven hundred percent, like the month after he became president. So motherfuckers, it's yep. crazy, man. They yeah. sold out all them bullets. Right, but we yeah, post racial. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, post racial America. People always talk about Obama looking older, nigga. If you had somebody jumping over the fences, your house, right, trying to kill you, mm. <laughs> would you not look a little more stressed? Right. Right. They said that uh, Sasha Malia just almost made it home. Like they were almost home. Yeah. Uh, There's a woman that is suing Disney who claims that uh, she wants $250 million because the movie Frozen stole her life story. That's worth The only thing worse than that is when a dude sued Michael Jordan because he looked like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Like, where do these people come from? Yeah. Oh, so she could like blow frost out of her body and shit like that. <laughs> it's a lie. Talk to snowman. She said it's not based on the Hans Christensen, Christian Anderson, Hans Christian Anderson fairy tale, The Snow Queen, but her 2010 autobiography about growing up in Peru. What? You, you know what she needs to do? She needs to let it go. Mm. <laughs> Did you say growing up in Peru? Yeah. Really? I don't even know there's snow there. It, first of all, Fick, you can't come on the show next week for that corny ass <laughs> joke that you just made. Mm-hmm. Um, so just throwing that out there now. So I was trying to let it go. I was trying to let it go. I need my keys back. I was trying to let it. I was trying to let it go. I can't let him cook. Um, but uh, how she gets getting around to this suit uh, in 2014 when the movie been out like since last year? Dude, just. Uh, you know what's crazy? She'll probably get a little money. Like Disney will just pay her to go away. Like just mm. leave me alone, please. Right. I, I ain't got time for you. I'm dealing with the Avengers right now and Star Wars and shit like that. Yeah, give me away. Uh, I looked on. Uh, they couldn't find actual copies of this book on the internet anywhere. Oh, never so, mind. Who knows? <laughs> um, it's on Amazon right next to Food Stamp, bitches. Yeah, you missed it. Ha! <laughs> Mickey Mouse ain't giving her no Mickey dollars. None. Talking snowman, sister with magical powers, town cursed with eternal winter, singing trolls. Here's a summary of the yearnings of the heart book. This is a compelling, introspective account of the life of Isabella Tenakumi, who takes her readers on a journey through various phases of her remarkable life, from her family's survival during the devastating earthquake of 1970 in Haraj, Peru, to the trials of overcoming heartbreaks of her youth. 
conquering personal insecurities led to exploring the regions of her intellect while facing the tragic and untimely death of her beloved sister, Laura. This does not sound like a Disney fairy tale to me. Forging many enduring friendships, most notably with Julie, who rescued her from the depths of grief. Tanakumi also interweaves a dialogue with her long-lost love, Eduardo. This this novel tactic, uh, I mean, this novel tactically and... Wait, tacitly, sorry about that. Tacitly and expressly addresses Eduardo as a salient recipient of her reflections. Of her reflection? What does that even mean? A salient recipient ah! of her reflections? Now that's well, you, some, you, you that's can't decipher crazy. That's some good spoken word. <laughs> Ultimately, Tanakumi is able to share her gratitude and joy as well as her insatiable thirst for life. So, there you go. She's from Peru, but her name is from Sailor Moon, and I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Hopefully that gets frozen in the courts. Hey, um, somebody in the chat. I don't let him get away with that one, but I can't do let it go. <laughs> well, it's my show. It's my show. Yo, uh, somebody in the chat said Disney going to freeze her ass. She's going to come up missing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if Disney was just like, uh, what suit? <laughs> Porn star Missy Martinez has one of the best sex toys selling uh one of the best sex toys uh in the world. Uh she nearly uh and and a lot of women know about this sex toy. But it also nearly made Missy Martinez the ultimate fire crotch. According to her, it shot flames at her lady bits and now she needs answers. <laughs> Oh, the shit busted in flames? Missy claims the fiery scene went down Thursday on set in the valley, of course. She turned on her her Hitachi magic wand vibrator. Oh, it comes with shrimp sauce. Oh, somebody's a fan. Uh, Hitachi does not come with shrimp sauce, Karen. (laughs) Obviously not. And the the handle immediately heated up. She tells TMZ uh, sparks flew out of the base. No, it's not supposed to heat up. Uh, the sparks. Oh no, they, they they don't heat up. You 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 plug it into the uh door to the wall, and uh you turn it on and it vibrates really really hard. It's actually a very fun toy, but no, it's not supposed to right. spark. But did yours oh, yes. come with shrimp sauce? No. No, my nigga was since up, but it's not called a Which Hitachi they, either. Hey, yeah, it look, is. Hey, look, hey, Karen's like, wait a minute, where the fuck is my shrimp my shrimp sauce at? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing it. I didn't know they was all called Hitachis. Well, that's like the general name. It's kind of like how people call uh, photos Polaroids, but there's more than one brand. You know? Oh, okay. or I didn't you, know that. Yeah, I just called a big ass vibrator. You'd be like, "Hey, man, can you take this to the Xerox machine?" But that shit might be made by anybody. <laughs> so, so I just googled a picture. These are those vibrators that they try to act like are not necessarily sex toys. Yeah. Like, oh, well, some that. people say they're massage. They're massages, yeah. but you know, we know, we know. But yeah. you know how many massages you plug into the wall that are waterproof? Like <laughs> you can take take in the bathtub with you, right? Like I, I don't know that how many how many Hitachi's know how to to suck the clit and work with that work, <laughs> work that meat. I mean, yeah. I'm saying, and, and it's ergonomically appropriate, so you know wrists don't get all fucked. So just saying. Right. I mean, not that I know, but I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, people might have heard through the grapevine. Yeah. It sound, sound like a um, a small uh, engine gun. Yeah. Because <laughs> it got power behind it for being plugged in the wall. Yeah, I'll try to sound find one to put a picture in the chat room. Uh, sound like people. your damn Xbox stream controller going off. 
yeah it's the it's the only sex toy that like if your kids found it they wouldn't know what was up for a while right you know like you, you, they got older right, right. And like later then they get older they be like my mama was a goddamn freak saw some Japanese porn. she was really so busting yeah you can actually trick somebody and be she like hey i saw a commercial of two kids fighting with two uh vibrators like swords because mm-hmm. <laughs> kids don't give a fuck yeah you like hey that shit look like a base mallet man <laughs> apparently she was busting it wide open for daddy uh, i had no idea but that that right there is everything i ain't even gonna lie mm-hmm. so uh yeah the uh hitachi um apparently heated up and um sparks flew out where it connect the base cord that connects to the device it happened inches from her moneymaker and her vaginal piercing on her porno scene partner so it could have been really bad so she wrote a letter to Hitachi claiming the device is defective and potentially deadly. Deadly. She got minor burns to the hands, but all other parts were unscathed. So, can, can you imagine being on that on that set at that time? Can you imagine like just like the director saying, "Keep filming, just keep right. it, keep it going." Well, that's what you hope for. You want sparks, <laughs> you want the sparks to fly during uh, those scenes. Not so. like that. Somebody yeah. like, are you seeing this shit? <laughs> Uh, amazing right <laughs> this is the most electric scene we've ever filmed right i can actually see the flames right like literally we not right like, like did she do that on purpose right or or, or is it this coke <laughs> <laughs> all right man uh it's time to play our games guys um we've covered all the relevant news okay even for the mra we covered it guys so don't be mad um the first news that we have to cover is um, a little game that we like to play called uh, Fucking With Black People. Where's my music? We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with Fucking With Black People. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that I hate to play. It's fucking with black people where we read terrible, terrible things that the world is doing to black people and we score them from zero to a hundred on how much we feel fucked with at intervals of 25. Today's contestants steal everybody. Everybody's in. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's give our guests the honors here. Kai, mm-hmm. pick a number from zero to 30 and I'll read that story. Uh, zero to 30. My favorite number is five. All right, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, here's one. A Syracuse basketball, wait, what, what, soccer player. Syracuse University. Soccer player uh, apparently squeezed the N-word and the F-word out into the same ins- uh, insult. Uh, she's a young woman who says uh, horrible things, apparently. <laughs> 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 I mean, what does this got to do with playing soccer anyway? You know what I mean? But them girls be getting serious on soccer. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of females I've known that are in that sport. That's a really aggressive sport for them. So shit goes mm. down. Well, here's the video. Let's see what she says. Don't record me saying that. She said, she realizes she fucked oh. up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Are you recording this, you faggot ass nigger? Don't record me saying the N word. She switched back to N word so fast. 
<laughs> it was so good. That's the fastest flip I ever. I gotta play that again. Flip ever. Ponder joined us. Oh, right. Samantha. Why is it going back to that? Why can't I go back to my previous shit? Uh, let me refresh this. But yeah, she flipped back so quick. She realized she like, fucked up. Like, what are you doing, you faggot ass nigga? Don't record me saying the N word. I'm sorry about I, I that. Look, I wish she was. I think she was probably looking down. Mm-hmm. You know, are you about to get in that fight? You looking down, talking shit, and you look up like, ooh, don't record me, nigga. I mean, nah. Uh, <laughs> you know what killed her was the crowd wasn't with her. Nope. When what, she what lost the crowd. Exactly, like, where was she at in this video? Was she like in a, at a party or something? Was she drunk? It, like she's just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, you can be that racist just walking down the street? Yeah, maybe she was <laughs> yeah. It like she might have been coming from somewhere. Let me play this one more time. I don't care, but also don't record me saying this. Please. She did flip that in one real quick. <laughs> and she was talking, the, the dude she was talking to was a black dude too. Like, yes, he was. The original person that she was like yelling at was a black dude who had both his hands up walking away from her. Like, cause she was like, don't even try to have a conversation with me later either. Well, you you recording this, you faggot ass nigga? It's like, oh god, now you talking now, to the camera now, man. Now, so if she'd have said faggot ass nigga, I wouldn't have been as you know mm-hmm. that er comes off real hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that was a I want you to feel this er type of moment for her. Well, she was suspended from the soccer team. Oh, probably. I wonder if they was just like for making homophobic remarks. We don't care about niggas. <laughs> right, right. You just can't be saying that f word, honestly. Um, but yeah, so she invited everybody to call her out. She got her, uh, called out. Um, her name's Hannah Strong. Uh, but, uh, anyway, um, a zero to a hundred, Karen? She cleaned it up, so I'm not that fucked with. All right. Um, Kai? Um, I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give about a, a about I'm gonna give her seventy five. All right, because she, she did say it with authority initially, so right. she meant that. Yeah, she did even with self correction. What about you, Feek? I, it takes a lot to bother me. I teach high school kids. I'm gonna give her twenty five. <laughs> and Aaron, I'm right at about fifty. I mean, yeah. she did it, but I'm sure she's gonna be feeling the yeah, reaction. <laughs> yeah, I give her uh, fifty also. Like. She got what she, I like, the reason I'm lowering it is because the school suspended her. Right, immediately. So, that's pretty dope. Um, Feek, zero to 30. I mean, one to 30, I'm sorry, one to 30. Um, I'm gonna go with, uh, 13. Alright, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven, twelve, eleven, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Alright. Uh, the NRA, National Rifle Association. Hmm. They uh, love guns. Not bad already. They pray, well, they're all bad. There wasn't one of these you could have picked that was going to be like, uh, black people are great. Anyway, <laughs> the NRA news praises, uh, white vigilante patrols that shot African Americans after Hurricane Katrina. Oh. oh. Cam Edwards, host of the National Rifle Association's news show, claimed that after Hurricane Katrina, residents of the New Orleans neighborhood Algiers we're looking out for each other by walking the streets armed with firearms. But according to federal hate crimes indictment and numerous media reports after Katrina, white gun-toting vigilantes in Algiers targeted African-Americans with racially, racially motivated violence. Edwards made the comments about Algiers during the Armed Citizen Files, a daily segment on his show, 
Cam and Company that uses anecdotal accounts of self-defense with a gun to create the false impression that guns are used more often to prevent rather than to commit crimes. The Katrina comparison came during the discussion of a recent self-defense shooting in Algiers. Edwards praised locals' attitude of being able to protect yourself and the ones you love and claimed that individuals use firearms after Katrina to make sure there's no looting, no robbing, no burglaries. Yeah, that's what cops do. Yeah. Right. And you know they got all the way to Algiers. Algiers ain't close. Yeah. And also, I mean, let's be honest, dog. Um, Cops do it and don't do it so well. I don't need fucking regular people with guns doing the same shit. Just not trained. You know? According to an expose published in The Nation, after Katrina, some residents of the largely undamaged Algiers Point, an affluent white enclave in the predominantly black Algiers neighborhood in New Orleans, shot African-Americans who passed through the neighborhood while fleeing the historic storm destruction. Facing an influx of refugees and residents of Algiers Point, the residents of Algiers Point's uh, Algiers Point could have pulled together food, water, and medical supplies for flood victims. Instead, a group of white residents convinced the crime, that crime would arrive with the human exodus sought to seal out the area, blocking the roads in and out of the neighborhood by dragging lumber and down trees into the streets. Shit. They stockpiled handguns, assault rifles, shotguns, and at least one Uzi and began patrolling the streets in pickup trucks and SUVs. Damn, wow. are we zombies? The newly formed militia, militia a loose band of about 15 to 30 residents, most of them men, all of them white, were looking for thieves, outlaws, or as members, one member put it, anyone who simply didn't belong. At least 11 people were shot, and in each case, the targets were African-American men, while the looters, it appeared, were all white. During the mostly wide, widely report, the most widely reported incident, three African-American men were shot by white vigilantes as they attempted to flee from their nearby destroyed home to a National Guard evacuation point set up in Algiers Point. One of the men was shot through the throat with a shotgun, suffering a torn jugular vein, and only was able to receive medical assistance after returning to his own neighborhood. The other two men, who were lightly wounded by the shotgun, were captured by several white men, one of whom yelled, We got you, niggers. We got you, niggers. After threatening the lives of the two men, uh, their lives, the two men were allowed to leave Algiers Point on the understanding that they would be killed if they returned. In 2010, Roland R. Bourgeois, J. Bourgeois, okay, Bourgeois, Bourgeois, anyway, Jr., uh, accused of shooting three men, was charged with committing a hate crime with a deadly weapon and with intent to kill. And other related crimes for his alleged role in the shooting in 2011, uh, Bourgeois, uh, was declared physically incompetent and the trial is currently indefinitely delayed. Wow. Wow. According to one local, Boudreaux was also seen running off to shoot a nearly wounded African American, a nearby wounded African American man yelling to his fellow vigilante, I'm going to kill that nigger before returning with a bloody hat. Jesus. Locals who spoke to the nation on condition of anonymity described how entering Algiers Point while African American after Katrina could prove deadly. Some of the gunmen prowling Algiers Point were out of out to wage a race war, says one woman whose uncle and two cousins joined the cause. A former New Orleans, this source spoke to me anonymously because she fears her relatives could be prosecuted for their crimes. My uncle was very excited that it was a free for all, white against black, and he could participate in, says the woman. For for him, the opportunity to hunt black people was a joy. They didn't want any ghetto niggers coming over or from the east side of the river, she says, adding that her relatives viewed African-Americans who wandered into Algiers Point as fair game. 
one of her cousins a young man in his 20s sent an email to her and several other family members describing his adventures with the militia he had attached a photo in which he posed next to an african-american man who had been fatally shot the tone of the email said she says was gleeful her cousin was happy they were shooting niggers and i'll just point homeowner who wasn't involved in the shootings described another attack and said, all I can tell you is what I saw, says the white resident, who asked to remain anonymous fear for fear of reprisals. He witnessed a barrage of gunfire from a shotgun, an AK-47, and a handgun directed by a militiaman at two African-American men standing on Pelican Street, not too far from Janik Place. The gunfire hit one of them. I saw blood squirting out his back, he says. I'm an EMT. My instinct should have been to rush him, but I didn't. And if I had, those guys, the militiamen, might have opened up on me, too. So, yep. Uh, See, mm -hmm. I've been fucking up shows like left and right lately. Shit. Way to go, Fig. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I got a streak going. Uh, Algiers Edwards, Cam Edwards, the, the, the comments he said about that neighborhood. Algiers initially, I mean, incidentally, was one of the neighborhoods in New Orleans that in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina saw armed neighborhood patrols. Basically, while police were not around, neighbors were looking out for each other by walking the streets armed with their firearms, making sure there was no looting, no robbing, no burglaries there in their neighborhoods in that chaotic aftermath after the storm. Seems like clearly that attitude of being able to protect yourself and the ones who love, the ones you love remains in place in Algiers, even though the storm damage has been cleared up. Mm -hmm. So, zero to a hundred, Karen. Mm, a thousand. Uh, well, okay, I'll give that a hundred. Uh, Kai. Infinity. All right. It's horrible. Um, Feek. Yeah, yeah, one hundred, man. That's yeah. And Aaron. See, I was about to be on joke time, and then I fucked around and got fucked with. So. Yep. That, that was oh. 100. <laughs> Uh, and I gotta give it a hundred also. Uh, Aaron, zero, I mean, one to thirty. I like number three. Number three. One, two, three. So number three is definitely also gonna be bad, huh? Uh, all of them are bad, so, I mean. Yeah. It's just no, different varying yeah, levels. Yeah, some it, fuck with you a lot, some don't fuck with you that much. And, and depending on the story, it might not fuck with you at all. Yeah, blacks, Hispanics, and blacks and Hispanics have doubts about media accuracy, according to, uh, Associated Press. Why is, it, why is this breaking news? Uh, news? Here's the damn breaking news. Right. Uh, music. <laughs> Just in water. That shit is awesome. And it's wet. <laughs> breaking news. Coming to you live tonight. Ah. Black people and other brown people somehow don't trust the media. Surprise. A new study shows a large majority of African-American and Hispanic news consumers don't fully trust the media to portray their communities accurately, a statistic that could be troubling for news the news industry as a minority population of the United States continues to grow. Three Man, I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Three-fourths of African-American news consumers and two-thirds of Hispanics have doubts about what mainstream media report about their communities, according to a survey released Tuesday by the Media Insight Project. And while most say it's become easier to get news generally in the last five years, few feel the same way about the news regarding their own community. African-American African Americans and Latinos currently make up a third of the U.S. population, according to U.S. Census Bureau. By 2043, the number of minorities is expected to eclipse the number of non-Hispanic whites, with the total minority population reaching 57% by 2060. Mm. 
people of color who are seeking out news about their communities they can't have they can't find it and what they see they don't think is accurate said tom rosenstiel uh executive director of american press institute which teamed with the associated press norc center for public affairs research on the project the survey was funded by the american press institution institute and the mccormick foundation when asked whether they thought news about their communities was accurate, 75% of blacks said only moderately or slightly not at all. When Hispanics were asked the same question, 66% said moderately or slightly not at all. Tia C.M. Tyree of Howard University, she was a professor there, and assistant chair of uni- the university's development, uh, I mean, Department of Strategic Legal and Management communications said the stereotyping of African Americans and Hispanics in the media and a distrust of systems in the United States that used to be rife with racism contribute to the distrust. Used to be. Hmm. Wonder if she said that. Or, Men- did, or did they change her words yeah. around? Well, that part wasn't in the quote, so I'm wondering right. if she even said it that way. I don't think she right. said it that way. Many will believe there's an embedded racism in many of, of American syst- America's systems, the media system, the legal system, the education system, she said. Many will believe that minorities aren't treated fairly in those systems, and because of that, any products that come out of it will be problematic. Tyree also pointed at the small number of African Americans and Hispanics in the media, saying that affects the viewpoint of the product. It matters who the owners are. It matters who the producers are. It matters who the editors are, because that's often the agenda or the slant of the media and the news coverage, she said. Part of the reason of her different of different levels of suspicion between Hispanics and blacks, the survey said, is that Hispanics have access to a sizable amount of Spanish language media on television, including Univision, as well as media from other countries. There are no longer any African-American daily newspapers and few cable channels aimed at African-Americans offer daily news programs. Hmm. But uh, yeah, man, um, zero to 100, Karen. Zero, because they're not telling me anything I don't already know. All right. Black people don't trust the media. Uh, Kai. I agree with Karen. All right. Feek. Uh, I'm actually going to take this one up to the 50. Mm. Um, just because the fact that they're saying it like it's news kind of gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you know Aaron. I was going to say 100, but, you know, I'm just fucking with y'all. It's, it's a zero. It, obviously, obviously, nobody. This is no surprise. Yeah, I give him a twenty-five, and for the same reason Feek did. Just, um, yeah, it it's not news because we know, but damn, they be studying us, man. They do be studying. <laughs> they be studying right. the shit out of black people, man. I hope they study their other shit like this. We're fucking fascinating to them. <laughs> right, global right. warming like this shit. Apparently, uh, I was looking at the paper. Negroes don't trust the news. Wow. <laughs> you hear that, honey? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it was right underneath this Obama is a king and terrorist article. Anyway, <laughs> ah, I saw running. something about Sasha Malia being adopted from S- Sudan or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right That's underneath new. this article about President Obama getting almost assassinated. Crazy, mm-hmm. huh? Fucking and crazy. Uh, looking at this, uh, Lauren Hill doesn't show up to her concert sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to talk too much because the auntie might yeah. be listening. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? All right, let's wrap this up with our last game. <coughs> Oops, there you go. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the people from black astronauts podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are quite racist all right let's get right into it where's my first article um here's one a woman was arrested for having meth but then it turned out that it wasn't meth it was spaghettio residue oh mm-hmm. oh so that's a tough one so charges have been dropped so they're the same color i didn't realize that i didn't either okay uh i mean that's I mean, not that I know what definitely puts like. the definitely puts the uh oh in spaghettios. <laughs> yeah, it does. Drug charges have been dropped against a commerce woman after crime lab analysis confirmed her claim that a spoon she had in a vehicle leading to her arrest did not contain methamphetamine residue but spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Ashley Gabrielle Gabrielle Huff, twenty three, initially was charged with possession of meth. She maintained the residue on the spoon was spaghetti sauce, not meth. After the analysis agreed, the charges were dismissed. She was released from Howell County Jail on Thursday night. I think she said it had been a, a SpaghettiOs. Howell County Assistant Public <laughs> Defender Chris Van Rosen yeah, said. I think she said. Um, Huff was arrested July 2nd. So, wow, she just got out of jail? Jesus. <laughs> Stayed in jail for three months over some fucking SpaghettiOs? I know you ain't got no job. <laughs> Oh, you know, they, Roger Goodell her and took her job. <laughs> right. From what I understand, understand, she was a passenger in a car and had a spoon on her or near her. And I guess the officer, for whatever reason, thought there was some residue. Right. Probable cause. According to the Hall County Comprehensive Justice Information System, Huff had not been charged with any type of felony or drug related offense prior to the incident. She's maintained all along that there's no way in hell that's any sort of drug residue or anything like that. Attempts to obtain the original arrest report for the Gainesville police were unsuccessful. And, uh, Was that Florida? I'm looking at this. It says Gainesville Times. I feel like the story feels very Florida. It's, it's pretty Florida-ish. What else is on this page that could give me a hint? Um, Braves hold. No, Braves beat Phillies. That's not really local. Uh, Vietnam, Gainesville. Uh, I don't know. Feels Florida though. Let's just assume it's Florida because Florida just does shit like that. Yeah, where's Lanier Technical College? Mm. Uh, System of Georgia. Oh, so this might be oh. Georgia. Maybe it's Georgia. Oh, yeah, you got to hear this yeah it's Gainesville, song. Georgia. Gainesville, Georgia. It felt yeah. Florida e, but that was, like the fact that she got away and the fact that it wasn't meth, it feels All like right, not, I already got it. Not I Florida got, I enough. Know it. All right, well, let's get the guesses. Uh, Feek? This is a white woman. Now, uh, part of me, you know, the miscarriage of justice had me initially thinking it was a black woman. The meth had me initially thinking it was a white woman. But then when they said it wasn't meth, went back to a black woman. But black women don't have random spoons in their cars. Mm, okay. What you about know, you? And, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying Ashley's a white trash name. I remember that from Ted. So. What about wow. you, Kai? Um, this is one who self-corrects from nigger to the N-word quickly. <laughs> white. <laughs> and Ashley. I'm going to go against the grain. She had a public defender. Mm-hmm. So she's probably black. All right, let's take the chat room. Uh-oh, white people, though. 
Uh oh, white people though. I think this might be Georgia though. Okay, yeah. Treated her like black on that probable cause, but went with meth instead of crack white. Oh. Honey boo boo. Heisenberg white. Georgia is becoming North Florida. Okay, that's not a race. Damn. Walter White breaking spaghetti white. Breaking Aww. spaghetti. <laughs> Charges were dropped, so white. White chick with a Kool-Aid stained lip. Super white. Honey Boo Boo's oh. mama better learn not to eat good straight out of the can. <coughs> Escape jail time by huffing on that privilege, but I'm tss white. The correct answer is that everybody got it except Ashy. Damn. It's white. <laughs> I went against, I went against the grain. Yeah, you went, went against the grain to your own detriment. Boo! <laughs> First time I felt these boos. Uh, alright. <laughs> I ain't the first time I felt these boos. You gotta play extra long too, damn. <laughs> yeah, go to the next, uh, next story. Um, so we know about her. Let's see. What about this woman? Crestview. Um, NWF News. What could this be? Could this be Florida? NWF News? Emerald, Emerald Coast? Right? That's what I'm trying to figure God out. God damn it, it is Florida, you son of a bitch. I knew it. <laughs> I can smell the Florida story. A 31-year-old Crestview woman is charged with taking a gaming system after lying to children in the residence about a birthday party going on at a park. Oh, police can't play a gaming system outside. What it was, kids, my bad. Police arrested Brianna Gonzalez (laughs) on a warrant on September 15th. According to the arrest report, the theft allegedly occurred July 25th. Crestview police officers were called by the homeowner who said her children had called her after Gonzalez came over to their home. Gonzalez allegedly told the children to go to a local park to a birthday party. After they left, Gonzalez took a gaming console, two games, two controllers. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was trying to play with her friend. The woman got home in time to see Gonzalez leaving with a man. The woman went and got her children who had gone to the park, but they weren't able to find any party. When they got home, they found the gaming equipment gone. According to the report, the estimated value of the theft is $360. So it must have been just like a PlayStation or a regular Xbox. Right. She is charged with grand theft of more than 300 but less than $1,000. Her next scheduled court date is October 21st. Guess the race of Brianna Gonzalez, 31 years old. You know, them kids was mad. Yeah. Uh, feet. All right, now real quick. Is it is it just black or white? or? No, you can be any race. Uh, I feel like this is a trick. <clears throat> Fuck. I'm gonna go with Latino. All right. Let's check. Uh, let's check with Kai. This is the daughter of Oscar, the lawn keeper at the White House. So <laughs> Latino. That's where he learned his tricks. He was going to seek a pardon for her bullshit. This is what this is all about. I'm already on. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Aaron? Ole, 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 ole. Oh, all no. right. <laughs> Sounds like all all Latino there. Let's check the chat room. White House trespasser. Her husband Speedy rushed past the Secret Service at the White House last week. Oh, arriba, arriba. <laughs> Devious maid. Uh, Mexican jumping bean. Chiclet sing, slinging Mexican. Oh, try, oh that try. one actually was kind of messed up. Well, Chick was slinging his, uh, I, I think I first heard about that on Hey, uh, You Know It 
from uh and I, that has just stuck around. I don't know why that is a stereotype, but I guess so. Uh, tried to smuggle the gains over the border for, of her house for $25. Oh. Speedy Gonzalez and white woman married two, uh, went back. Ooh. The one who thinks this Frozen person. is about her for some reason from Peru or somewhere south of the border. The correct answer is Latina. And some people missed it, so they got to get this boo. And I put, oh, I'm sorry. I'll put a link to a picture in the chat because uh, it's not showing up, but you guys can click on the link at the, over the top of the screen if you want to see yeah, what she looks like. Yeah, it's not popping up for some reason. Yeah, but um, oh. yeah, stole oh. them games, dog. She got that face like, damn, I yeah. didn't even get to play Destiny. Where is it? I don't see it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, she definitely got that face. Let's go to the bonus round, guys. What's my bonus round music? <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. We reached the bonus round where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far, I think it's uh, everybody got wait everybody got two except for uh ashton classic all right so there we go all right and then of course the chat rooms all over the place um let's go with this one phoenix arizona a former ups worker is accused of stealing a one hundred and sixty thousand dollar diamond and trading it in for twenty dollars worth of marijuana shit oh shit <clears throat> a former UPS worker is accused of sticking, uh, stealing a package containing a hundred and sixty thousand dollar diamond and trading it for twenty dollars worth of marijuana. Walter Earl Morrison, twenty years old, was working at UPS while unloading a plane in the cargo section of Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix, Arizona. When he stuffed the package under his shirt, according to court documents, <clears throat> Morrison thought the package contained cash, but instead he found a diamond. Any single stone over $100,000 in an expensive stone, House of Diamonds owner Brent Taubob, Taubman, Taubman said, uh, when he was, said when he was asked about pricey diamonds. Morrison allegedly traded the diamond for the drug before being caught. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much this diamond is worth, but First I First of all, who sends a $160,000 diamond via UPS? Right. Apparently somebody want their shit stole. Right. <laughs> That's almost too much uh, temptation to pass That's up That's like the beginning of a Jackie Chan movie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Tucker come in. Right. Police say he's a thief who took a UPS package with a $160,000 diamond inside. Think he went on a shopping spree? Not quite. John Erickson is live now. And John, 160 grand would be a lot of money to most people. Sure is a lot of money, Steve. So much the suspect could have bought a Mercedes like this for himself. Two friends and still had enough money left over to cruise to Vegas and have a great weekend. But police say he didn't do anything like that. This heist happened on the hot tarmac at Sky Harbor. The suspect, not accused of jumping the fence or sneaking in, Walter Morrison was allowed to be here. The 20-year-old was a UPS employee unloading a plane. Police say a package went missing and inside the box that vanished 
was a $160,000 diamond. Morrison allegedly stuck it up his shirt and walked off with the stone, something that looks like this. Brett Taubman owns House of Diamonds. Any single stone over $100,000 is an expensive stone. According to police, Morrison didn't trade the monster rock for piles of cash, didn't play deal or no deal until he found the right partner. Instead, he swapped it for about 20 bucks worth of marijuana. That's not a good deal. And the deal got worse. <laughs> police found him, charged Morrison with a felony, and UPS fired him. That's not a good deal. <laughs> for that diamond, get it to its original customer. We went to the suspect's house tonight. We didn't find a Mercedes like this one. We did find a man who wouldn't answer the door and didn't have any comment for us. Yeah, not good deal making there. Thanks, John. They had them jokes. They had them jokes. They so do, guess man. the race. Oh, go ahead. What'd you say, uh, uh, Aaron? Uh, no, I was just saying they do got them jokes. Uh, guess Ooh. the race. Walter Earl Morrison. Feek. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say this person is white. Because mm -hmm. if, a, well, you know, I'm not gonna tell because I want Kai to get it wrong. So Kai go ahead and guess right. the opposite. Kai. Someone who um was kicked out of the anthill because they showed up on the wrong night for the Lauren Hill concert. Black. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Aaron. One of us. One of us. <laughs> All right, let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Blacker than Lauren Hill sister Thomas. Oh. <laughs> Mama, I smoked the TV, Black. <laughs> I smoked the TV. Fired on his day off for also for stealing boxes. I guess that's black for Friday. Aww. One who just did what people of color of UPS uniforms do, revert to their fatherless way and steal stuff. Oh, shit. shit. Oh, Damn, damn. Dr. Dostak. <laughs> that's kind of deep. Shine bright like a Negro black. Tango Elgato Las Petiana <laughs> is black. Petalone is black. That Blue Streak reference. Uh, let's see. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. The privilege is low with this one white. This was the day Craig got fired on his day off to hang out with Smokey. Blacker than his list must obviously be. Oh. A brother that saw that lady quit on TV to sell weed but didn't quite get the concept. <laughs> Smart Negro that knows diamonds aren't rare at all. Sorry, that's a white name. I was mistaken earlier, so Chuck Spear switches to white. Cubicle B, C says white boy, and the crime is surely dumb enough for a chimp brain, but Negroes know... The value of weed, Malibu's least wanted, white. The correct answer is, and this means that Kai wins, is black. Oh. Yep. Yep. Congratulations, Kai. The thing was, he put it underneath his shirt. He wasn't creative at all. Right. <laughs> and, of course, this means Feek loses. I will... Put the picture of him in the chat. Uh, it's a pretty good picture. Yes, it is. Good grief, man. It's like, really, dude? You you thought you could get away with this? You look like you smoke weed? Oh, Just, shit. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. He smokes all think, weed. I think he used to be in one of my classes. <laughs> oh, that hairline. Just like a lot of my students. That was like the worst weed heist of all time and shit. Yeah, I'm going to steal $160,000 worth of shit and sell it for twenty. Then I'm going to hey, be able to get... I'm gonna be able to get high for minutes. Can you imagine the can you imagine the weed man getting that shit and spinning like nigga, do you see this? Yeah. <laughs> uh like, yeah. he won't even know what to do with it. He probably turned it back in like, look, I 
I got this. I don't know what to do with Look, it. Look, this is a major crime. I just wanted to get this <laughs> right, right to the police. Right. I, just, <laughs> I just smell a little. I just, all I do is sell a little weed. Right. If I was the weed man, I'd turn that shit into. Look, mm-hmm. look, look, look. Y'all want some? Right. Uh, let's talk about this next gentleman in our last segment of the night. Sore ratchetness. Some sound effects. They fighting over a piece of steak. I know. <laughs> Sorry, you just dropped some silverware, but that's what they got on Spotify. Louisville, Kentucky, a samurai sword. Police say that was the weapon of choice for one Oldham County teen who attacked a 16-year-old boy Friday morning. According to an arrest report, an Oldham County police officer was contacted by the parent of the victim who told police that 18-year-old Landon Jones had struck the boy with the sword in an attempt to do serious physical injury to him. When questioned about the incident, police say, um, wait, well, oh yeah, police say Jones denied committing the attack, but he did give police permission to search his trunk. Of course, in the trunk, they found two swords. <laughs> I didn't attack this nigga with no swords. Can we look at your trunk? Of course. What you, of course. What you think you're going to find in there? Attempted yeah. murder weapons? Yo, I'm fairly certain that this dude has been in my store before when I lived in Louisville. Where I worked, I'm like seventy-five to eighty-five percent sure he's been in my store before. Well, this this story did happen in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's what I'm saying. Like he looks very familiar. Like wow. when you say Odom County, I'm like, nigga, I think I worked on his phone. Mm. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, I hope you got it right. Me too. Well, shit, you must have got it right. You still here? Uh, right. Actually, yeah. someone asked in the chat, "Do you sell swords?" <laughs> oh hell no! I am anti-sword. Dude got a side the Hedgehog shirt too. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He, looks like <laughs> he went in there. Um, <laughs> he probably does that Naruto run. Where he puts his arms behind <laughs> his back. <laughs> it was a monkey barrage. <laughs> hey man, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Joe, uh, Jones was arrested and taken to Oldham County Jail. He was charged with second degree assault, first degree wanton endangerment. Police say he may have been under the influence of Xanax during the time of the time. Listen, that's not an excuse. Xanax is a cool out drug. I hate when they put those shit in the article like, he may have been under the influence of marijuana. Bitch, that's a cool to hound drug. Right. I know my drugs. You're not under the influence of Xanax. Yeah. You took some Xanax. Then you right. about your normal ass day. <laughs> the right. influence of Xanax would have had him sleep or some right. shit. Right. He was under the influence of Xanax. He fell asleep in the car with a sword. That's the that, influence. Right. <laughs> we walked up on him. He was sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So he's under the influence of Xanax. Someone said something fucked up and he let it go. uh it was not immediately clear from the report if the victim suffered any injuries okay i'm assuming he did it was a sword um all right one last sword story we'll get out of here police officers shot and killed a man who was holding a samurai sword outside of a restaurant oh shit at 9:40 a.m two officers responded to call of a suspicious person in the area of the crossroads boulevard and redwood road well, he definitely will see him at the Crossroads because oh. he, uh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Saratoga Springs a spokesman Owen Jackson, a witness reportedly called out the spot in the man carrying a samurai sword. Early indications that some sort of weapon was involved. Sometime during the incident, shots were fired, fatally wounded the suspect. Jackson did not know how many shots were fired. Both officers were placed on paid. Oh, wait, we've covered this. This is the dude that... Um, 
he's black and his mom was like he was running and then the ballistics came back and he was shot in the back yeah 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 this is like uh fucking yeah. with black people slash so ratchetness right yeah he knew the two worlds were combined at some point <laughs> but uh, anyway i can't it was like that the wonton uh just running around with a sword no never want to blame the victim but come on man can't be running around with these swords man Especially if you black, these white people are crazy. They killing, they killing regular niggas. Right. I wonder if he was running with it on the ground like a ninja and it was sparking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope they win that lawsuit just because the police was lying and that's enough. Right. Like they could have, like, what's funny is I'm so biased against sword. They could have convinced me with just like the nigga had a sword. But they was like, nah, he was charging us. Then we had like pulled out our gun and then like we shot him like one time and he blocked it with his sword. You're like, come on, man. <laughs> no, none, none of this shit he happened. Cut, he cut the bullet in half. He, yeah, yeah. He, he did some of those times with his hand and some Nimpo magic came out. We right. had to shoot him. He was coming right, right. for us. <laughs> you know when he called Gesaga Tencho, we got to do something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know something going to happen. That's my shit. <sighs> Uh, Waterville, Maine. A woman is facing felony charges after allegedly threatening her boyfriend with a sword, saying she was gonna kill him. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Jane Allen, 50, is accused of criminal threatening with a dangerous weapon and aggravated assault. I say leave, sir, leave. Let it tell the woman to leave, leave, Mr. Leave. You in an abusive relationship. Right. What did he do to provoke right. her? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Police were summoned to a Drummond Avenue residence around 11 p.m. on Thursday when the victim said he was being assaulted with the sword. The two had begun arguing, Deputy Chief said. The man got cut on his hand when he attempted to disarm Allen, who was allegedly swinging the sword at him and threatening to kill him. The victim was not seriously injured, and Allen was taken into the county jail after her arrest. She's being held without bail. Court appearance is scheduled for September the 16th. So there you go, guys. Sword ratchetness. Make sure you check out the Black Astronauts podcast, the entire podcast network, which has like the Pisces life on it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually pisces uh, life is on the oh, own network now you're right my bad yeah they actually have their own uh network and feed and all that shit so make sure you guys check that out um the websites uh pisceslife.com the pisceslife.com um and of course black astronauts.com yep. uh itunes stitcher tune in radio nominate them for the black well i mean not no, vote for them in the black well blog awards mm-hmm. voting starts on the 7th for sure. Good luck, guys. Yes, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys could give your individual Twitter handles, that would be great. Let's go around. Kai. Yes, catch me on the Twitter at Kai Loves You, K A I L O V E S U. And Aaron. Um, I think it's Ashy Flock a Dad right now. <laughs> Ashy Flock a Dad? <laughs> yeah. And uh, Feek, what's yours? It's uh, F-I-Q underscore B-L-E-R-D-M-A-N. And uh, my Twitter's still kind of fucked up. I haven't tried to check it today because I had all kinds of other shit going on. But something we did got me blocked on Twitter. They think I'm a robot. So we don't have to figure that out. Oh. That I, still, I still monitor it, though. So That underscore, dog. You ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank y'all for coming through. Thank you, audience, for coming through. Thank we you appreciate guys. you. We'll be back tomorrow, probably with Justin, if he doesn't go to this P.F. Chang thing they're doing tomorrow. But uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow one way or another. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.